and welcome back to the Kill Connor Club podcast. This is episode 16. My name is James, uh, or Lasers, and I'm joined by Tyler, like always. Like always. I'm here. Like G'day, always. guys. And we're back. It's exciting. Yeah, very exciting. It's been it's been longer than normal. It's like three weeks for us because we uh, yeah. only did we had to pre-record the last episode. So it feels like, dude, it feels like ages since we've yeah. done the last podcast. It does. I haven't uh, talked BPR's to you. BPR's here. BPR's in the chat. Took your time. Hey, we're we're three minutes late. That's way better than most streams James does. And we were prepared. We were like seven minutes early. I was just reading comments. That's why yeah. we're late. We got distracted. We got distracted catching up. We, yeah. Yeah. We haven't had a date in ages. Like, <laughs> I'm sure, relax, everyone. <laughs> you know, just talking about uh, being late to live streams. Yesterday, I was two hours and fifteen minutes late to the live stream. Oh, yeah, the two hours. <laughs> 15 minutes you were late. Trust me, I know you were late. Uh, I got. A, I was like, I'll get a coffee because it's late at night for me. And I'll stay up and I'll stay up another two hours. And I was like, I fucking hate you. Oh, Jesus. God. Like, my God. But, um, yeah. and then, yeah. And then you didn't even know what you are playing. So it was, it was really, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, whenever we do podcasts, like, two weeks is, like, the perfect amount of time. Because after a week, I'm like, oh, I want to do Kill Connor Club. And then we get excited and build it up. And then it's Kill Connor Club. That extra okay. week is like, I haven't done Kill Connor Club in a year, it feels like. <laughs> it is a while. It feels like a long time. Like, last time we did it, uh, when was it? It was, like, the beginning of February. It's, like, the end of February now. It feels like longer than, than three weeks. But three weeks is a long time, so. It is a long time. Yes, yeah, because we did it. We recorded it at the normal time, but the week before to prepare. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then put out an iTunes early because we probably should promote that. <laughs> yeah, everyone, the iTunes is in the description. Uh, it's in this maze of links I have down there. You're just going to kind of find it. But, yeah. Yeah, so... Oh, oh, that reminds me, that reminds me. Kill Connor Club is now on my app. If you want to download my app, I think that's in the description somewhere as well. Um, so you can you can you can listen to Kill Con Club on the app now. That's a thing. I, I don't oh, yes. have, what I, it's not in the description. Why is Your it? App. What? 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 I, I'm gonna put it in there in a minute. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a thing. Yeah. No, I've got the app. I've got it. Got it on my iPad and on my phone. Oh my god. Same. So be sure to download. Dude, I've been listening to your fucking parodies so much lately. It's because they're amazing. Oh my god, I fucking love them. Like I'm, I keep going back and forth between my favorite one. It's mm. I, I'm, I, I have to go with Unite. I really do. I, but I love the song Pompeii and I fucking love mm. Unite. But I do I like love Take a, St- Take a Stand is very close second. Yeah, I like Unite. I think Unite is probably my favorite. Even though I hate Unity, I just love the parody. Oh, I think it's just. Be- I feel like it's the best. Is that like it? It makes the game look so good, and it's like. I feel like it was the most professional one we've done in a way. Like I still love Defy though. Defy is my one of my favorites just because that's that like, broke like the, it was beautiful. Yeah, you know, ceiling for you. In yeah, a it way. was great. Like it was the first one that got like really successful. And I was really proud of it. So I love that one. But Unite is fantastic. Yeah, I I mean, what's everyone's favorite parody? Let us let us know in the uh, in the comments right now. I'd love to hear because <clears throat> yeah, Unite is my favorite. Take a stand. I. Also love the hunter, that's mm-hmm. up there. Uh, very underrated parody. 
I, th- I think I was late to Defy. I, I think I'm not a big fan of the song as mm. much. Like, what's the song? Um, Counting Stars? Yeah. Yeah, see, I like your version better, but I wasn't a big fan of that song. Mm-hmm. But I love Pompeii. I love Bloodstream. And I didn't know the Take a Stand one, so I just, I just know it as Take a Stand. Oh, yeah. Luke found it somewhere on the internet. He was searching for songs and he just found it. And he was like, this could work for parody. And I was like, okay, let's just do it. Yeah, it's it, it's like you said, Um, the best part of Unity, I think, is a couple things. Like, Because it's not the game. It's like your parody <laughs> is and uh, Free Run for Justice are like the two greatest things yeah. to come out of Unity. Probably. And uh, the two collide. Oh, let's, let's leave that as uh, yeah, yeah. Hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I do have an announcement for that later as well. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, what are, what are people saying is their favourite? Um, well, I was ad- uh, let me see if I can check real quick. I'm trying. Someone to said the rogue the one. Description. Okay. Abdul says rogue, okay. so um, the rogue one. Favorite was Defy. Um, uh, oh, Ace likes uh, the Watchdogs one that we did. Watchdogs one, I have listened to that. I have, but I don't really remember it. My favorite, personally, is the Minecraft one. The, no, wait, oh. the GTA one. Power. Oh no, that was so bad. That didn't go well, my friend. Uh, that was horrendous. <laughs> it's like Luke doing this dodgy impression of Kanye West. <laughs> That one was oh, dodgy. that's amazing. We do have, um, we do have, because Ace just said probably not AC since there was no AC news to talk about. There actually is, I've got a whole, not a whole bunch, but a few things. There's definitely a few. There's, there's actually a lot. Like There's actually a lot more than you'd think. Of like Ubisoft do a lot. They do, because like, there's, there's not a game, but we've got the movie. There's AC Identity, which is... Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. But that's a thing. Uh, there was, the they released some book or something like called the last descendant or something there's like some about that. thing i don't know but that was a thing um as the chronicles games there's um what else they've been doing um well Probably they something i think we should yeah okay ooh, so we'll get into ooh, we'll get dlc in... the dlc for syndicate that comes oh, that's out true. this totally. week, this coming week first of march they said like tuesday they didn't I, they haven't confirmed the date they just said it was that week mm, okay the last Maharaja or something. Um, what, what's it about? I the, I don't really know, but I feel like it's going to involve... You're helping the, that prince. The, yeah. I think it's going to involve somehow maybe the Koenor, uh from the Chronicles games, and they're just going to tie it into Syndicate. Like, it's going to have no point. It's just going to be like a fun couple of missions. They're going to involve it into the Chronicles games, and that'll be it. Like, I don't think it'll be too much, but I feel like that might be what it's about. Um, but yeah. No, that's cool. That'll be fun. Um, I was, I'm always keen. Syndicate's a fucking awesome game. Anytime they're adding, I like that they're adding some content to it mm, yeah. more than because I thought, you know, they'll do Jack the Ripper and that's it. And it's kind of like, oh, cool. I can kind of, because I always check back just to kind of do a bit of a run around when they add all the new season pass outfits and weapons. I'm like, oh, that's cool, just yeah. to check it out for an hour or something. And I like that there's just some content. And now I get what ten missions. It'll be probably like two, yeah. three hours. But that's yeah, I it'll like be, it'll that. Be good. Like, I've paid the season pass. You know, mm. I like that. <clears throat> I'm just getting some more stuff I didn't really think about. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be fun. I'm, I am um, excited just for some some Assassin's Creed to jump back into Syndicate, really. Yeah, just it'll be fun. BPR asked if we played Identity yet. I haven't played it. Uh, Are you gonna? Because, 
Well, I mean, it's three ninety nine, and I mean, that's not a lot of money, but for what it is, and the fact that I'm probably not going to play it, and I don't have a clue how to record my iPad screen to get it onto my computer, so I'm like, I just, I don't even see the point. Like, I don't know whether I can be bothered, but I might do it at some point. Um, it'll be, it'll be interesting, but I'm not, it's not something that I'm like, really, like, oh, i got to play this, because, I mean, it's just Renaissance Italy with a few missions and customization and stuff, it's like... Doesn't like anything huge. No, no. Um. Yeah, I'm not gonna play it. I'm, I'm kind of. I'm so like I'll play the Assassin's Creed full games, but I again I haven't played any of the Chronicles games, and I'm not gonna play any of the Chronicles games, and I'm not gonna play. Yeah, you um, yeah well, I have no desire to. Like, people that are buying it now, now that they're all out together, I'm like, I don't understand. I'm like, yeah, I've, I have right. zero, zero desire to get it. No, I regret buying them. I bought, China was like the first one, and I got that with the season pass of Unity. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously I got that for free. Then India came out, and I was like, okay, that might have improved, we'll go, we'll buy, I'll buy India. And that was only seven ninety nine. so I was like, okay, fine. It's not that much money, I'll buy it. And it was terrible. It was like, like, it's, it was like worse than throwing my money, like, on the ground and walking away from it. It was like, because you don't just waste your money you you waste your money and then you get this horrible experience that takes up time in your life and uh it was horrible and then i don't even know what compelled me to buy fucking russia like i played the beginning i I hope they never do that ever again yeah yeah they sound like awful games and i definitely don't need any stress whilst playing a video game in my life at any point (laughs) beginning of that i can't be bothered to finish it. i'm never gonna play it again it's terrible. Mm, They're awful yeah. games. I downloaded it and then never played it, so it's I just deleted it off yeah. my hard drive. Um, yeah, but I had you, it, like, I just never played it. The only thing the games were useful for was a useless cutscene at the end when you put in all the numbers. Yeah, mm. and even then, what was the cutscene? Stuff <laughs> we already knew? Relax, guys, in the comments, yeah. But, um... Spoiler! Oh my god, don't spoil it! Shut the fuck up, we're spoiling it. <laughs> It's fucking Chronicles, no one cares. It's not even a spoiler, like, it's it's the stupidest thing, like, you basically... It's fucking big deal, it's fucking Chronicles, I'm yeah, sure you'll survive shit. from, from so spoilers, shit. okay, so just for... So Berg goes into some woman's office, and he's like, hey, how's it going, and then she's like, um, I remember when you went through Shay's memories and found the box and all this, and then he's like, I remember yeah, this. Do. He's, he's like, they're like, just, they're basically like, you can tell that Ubisoft have quickly put in like a little bit of dialogue to recap because people might not have played Rogue. They're just like, he's like, he's like, I remember when I went in, when I found Shay's memories and uncovered the box. And it's like, he's, there's obviously dialogue in there to make it like fill in um, <laughs> background information. But um, that's a thing. And then he goes to um, the Mexican scientist guy at Abstergo from the one from Syndicate who uh, is like, cutting people apart and shit and he gives him the box i think does he give him the box i think he gives him the box yeah i think so and then and then the guy's like oh this will help us with another artifact that we found and then he's like what are you doing and then he's like project phoenix and then laughs and walks out the room and which we know what it is anyway from syndicate we didn't like it literally told us nothing yeah it's pointless i don't know like I literally, I don't even know. Like, what, like, what, what what's the point? Because it doesn't, it doesn't give us any information, and it doesn't add anything. It's just pointless, it's just, like, why? What, what, I don't understand what he's even doing. Like, he's got the box, and how is that going to help him with another artifact they've uncovered? 
And how is that going to help Project Phoenix? Like, it's like they're just throwing words in there to make it seem like there's a thing, but it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it's like, look, I know what those words mean, but they don't mean anything together. <laughs> like, individually, what, you're just saying words, but they don't mean anything together. It's so stupid. Like, it's a word the, box, the box, more artifacts, and Project Phoenix. Like, what? Project Phoenix is like, like, um, like getting the whole precursor genome. And then, uh, like, the box has fuck all to do with that, because it reads Fursive Manuscripts. And then it's got something to do with another artifact. I'm assuming they're referencing the Shroud from Syndicate, but I'm not entirely sure. Um... Yeah, I'd say so. It's pro Well, what does the box do? Apparently a box translates first civilization um, fucking language, which is like, oh shit, totally. Sounds like something you planned for it to do originally. Um, <laughs> but they also the only thing I liked from it was the fact that it's the same box. Hmm. I fucking, and I'm like, and I just got you know, to go to all the fucking cunts that go to me, it's a different <laughs> box for the last two years, it's just, there's yeah. more than one box, hey, 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 I told you so, and I, I know. feel great saying that. It annoys me, because I was on Twitter the other day, and you know uh, that, that page, um, was it the ones who came before or something like that, or, uh -huh. or AC First Civ, um, the guy that runs that. Um, column, he uh -huh. oh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. he tweeted out like, oh, I think there's two boxes in this, and I was like, but there's not two boxes, it's the same box, like, it's all Ezio's box, and he's like, no, but they have different designs, I'm like, but no, it, it's the same, like, it is the same box. He, I have talked to him a couple times about this, he and I have had a few discussions, I think, but I felt like he, he knows that after playing, um, after playing Chronicles, I think he's now, like, but that doesn't make sense because this person said this. And I'm like, no, I, I agree with him in the sense that it doesn't make sense. Like, I get why he was confused. I was confused. I was just standing my ground that it's one box because I it would be stupid if there's, if there's multiple boxes. Like, it would make no sense. It would just be like, oh, here we go. All of a sudden, there's all these boxes now. Yeah, that'd be stupid. There's I, don't, I get box. what people thought would be like, that's possible. And I got that that was possible. I was just standing my ground because I didn't want it to be true. And I'm a stubborn bastard. <laughs> Uh, but like, I I still want to bring up the like the fact that Ezio gave the box to Xiao Jun and said like use it if you lose your way, and it doesn't make fucking sense because the box reads Fursive manuscript. So what the fuck was she gonna do? Like well, just get the box out and be like, oh my god, I can't do anything with this. Like, well, didn't she open the box and it was empty? And she's just like, oh. did she? Yeah, that's what I thought she said at the end. Like it was like a a lesson. At the end something. of what? Or... Chronicles. Like Chronicles. I watched the I watched the ending of Chronicles, and she said like I opened it and it was empty, and I thought it was a lesson into your. T I don't know. It was something like that. Well, I, I think know. I fucking zoned out when the ending happened. It was, it was a metaphor for for life. Uh, I, I just don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, either. I don't but know the box, the box, oh. the box isn't empty though. The box has a thing in it, like a does big it? a thing. Jeez. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a thing. Like it does a light. But remember, thing. it's like it it it's incomplete. The box is incomplete or something. Yeah, it needs power source, which I believe is a Cohen or which wasn't mentioned until Chronicles India. So <clears> that's something <throat> they chew on. Almost like they're coming up with this as they go. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You have to do that. Huh? <laughs> I t look, look, <clears throat> look. I think that is a perfect segue though for the fact that there is good signs at the moment for Assassin's Creed. Is it a perfect and segue? What? Be, well, I'm saying because you we're like talking just flipped about... the coin there. What was that? No, I'm feel, I feel like it's a perfect segue because 
Yeah. You look at what we're talking about now, how there's like, there's no planning. It just seems ridiculous at the moment for the last couple of years. It's been like, there's no clear plan. It's fucking shit's just everywhere. But with a year off, Ubisoft confirming there's no Assassin's Creed this year. Now there's time. We are now. Yes. And in the perfect time for them to plan and do all this well, shit. Well, you know what they're going to do is they're going to spend this year promoting their other stuff and then they'll, what they'll do is they'll give themselves three weeks before the release date of the next game and they'll start development. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, but, I like, giving themselves the whole of, like, it's basically they have two years, right, to make the next game. Like, They've got to do something good, right? Well, I've, well, they've been making it longer than two. You know, this year, this is because it, it was. From what I've, I understand, is the plan was to release Empire this year. They have now delayed yeah. it an extra year. They've just delayed the game a year, before announcing it, because they want to give everyone the best chance mm. in the team to yes. really make it a great game. Like from my understanding. It was supposed to come out this year, but they've learnt yeah. their lesson. After, and because, remember, the Syndicate sales mm. are what really pushed this. So Fuck it wasn't that. until after Syndicate's release that they've decided this. So this isn't a thing that's been going on for a while. This is recent that this mm. has been a decision, I believe, ah, at the end of 2015. Like, does this mean they're going to get back on track? Or does this, like, what are the, like... Are they still going to release a really meh, like mediocre game, but have better sales because they've delayed it, or are they actually going to try and improve? Like, I, I don't, I, like, it's difficult to see them heading back and be like, okay, we need to, we need to reevaluate our story. We've got to, you know, um, we've got to have a direction with the modern day. We've got to, like, you know, bring in Desmond's son. Like, I, it's really difficult to see them actually doing that. I mean, I don't. I, I, I think this is the perfect time well i think it's the perfect time but i just don't see them doing it well because every modern day is something that from what i again this is i'm not in ubisoft but being a person that my job is to know this stuff or to at least analyze this stuff i feel Mm -hmm. like i know what i'm talking about when it comes to assassin's creed at at least to a certain extent yeah and it's development you know i'm i I feel like i'm somewhat reliable after all these years Mm -hmm. um from what I understand, is they don't. The development of modern day is the thing they actually do year to year. Mm. Like they write and put together the modern day year to year. That's not something that's in development for four years, like yeah. a Unity was. When yeah. Unity started development, four they're weeks. not thinking about the modern day until the the game before it is come in. They're like, okay, here's where we're going from. Let's write that section now of the game mm. and put that in because there's only been small. It's only small segments of the game as it is. Yeah. I feel like it's something they only come up with year to year, at least, even since Brotherhood, maybe Revelations, the modern day is something they kind of just like, okay, this is where we've got to pick up from, the game just came out, now let's write that part and make that part of the game. Now they have two years, mm. now they've got double the amount of time. If, from my understanding, that's how I've always kind of seen it. So, <clears throat> I feel yeah. as though they've now got double the amount of time to make a modern day for this next game. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I, I just really hope they can do something cool with it. Like, uh, it's it it's annoying that the I I feel like I know the reason they took it out is because of the whole everyone like the, the, not everyone but there was a large like section of people 
that played the games that hated the modern day and wanted to get rid of it and everything. And I guess they just thought, oh, our overall sales, you know, it'll help if we get rid of it. And then they went down this horrible path. And I don't even know, like, I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do. I like, I can't even, I can't even think, like, because they jump from if they, how can they jump from syndicate to suddenly having this like, like a playable modern day with like. Like how it used to be, like I, I it's really difficult the, to imagine that. That's how I see it now. Because what do we we talked about this after Syndicate came out? Syndicate mm. is the revelations of an era. That's the end. We are yeah. now starting again. We are starting fresh. Sure, where there's some stuff. It's the same with after Assassin's Creed Three. Assassin's Creed Four was the next step um, for the modern day. Step. Or, or well, it was the next. It was the next Fall. cycle, d d which drop. nothing fucking happened trip. in. It was and a trip. The the it tripped over like a curb. Yeah, it was now. bad. And now that's mm. ended. This is the next one. But things from three carried over to four. And so things from that cycle are going to carry over. Sure, exactly. But this is the start of something new. Mm. And I feel like they set that up with Desmond's son. They've now getting, they've got time, they've got a response to it from the community. And yeah. now, boom, here mm. we are. Um, with an hopefully way better new modern day. I hope oh, that's, so. Look, I hope so. Like, I, for some reason, am really optimistic at the moment about it. We both were for Syndicate, though, remember? Back, like... No, we're both, are like, you kidding no, me? Don't, so you, don't you remember? Like, it was, no, it was, it was, a, it was, no, it was close before release, I think, when we were like, no, what, was it close before release? I don't remember, but I remember listening to a Kill Connor Club where we were like, look, the modern day could be good. We, they could do, they could be doing something good with this. We both had the whole thing like, oh, we, they could bring back Desmond or something like that. Like, that was a that was a huge hope that we had back in the Syndicate hype. Yeah, it was a thing. I remember. You were, that was a big theory of yours. You thought that was definitely going to happen. Yeah, okay. Maybe I did say that. Just I like you thought you, you were 100% sure there was going to be a game this year set in the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> No, I said if the game came out this year, that's going to be said. Wrong. As soon as as soon as they said there's no game this year, I'm like, well, okay, of course yeah. it's not. You know, I because now mm. they've had to say what well, there was a huge rumor that was shut down that the next game wouldn't be in the Spanish Inquisition. I'm like, yeah, of course it wouldn't be. If it's not coming out this year, it would not be. Yeah, it's not going to be. If there was a game this year, I would have expected it to relate to the to the movie, but mm. there's no game, so it, there's no reason to relate anything to the movie. Which I talked about in The Truth this week I, when I talked about the movie. I said, mm. I do like that they're not relating to it. And I'm surprised they're not relating the game and movies together. You know, as much like a direct story yeah, link. Other kinda, than it's just being the universe. That kind of looks up. Like, I think that's a good thing. Because that would be such a typical Ubisoft thing to do. To release a game related to the movie. But they're, they're not doing that. So, I mean, there's a lot of things. Like, they're not releasing a game this year. Which gives them more time. They're not relating, like, making a game related to the movie. Like, I don't know. I think... There's a lot of stuff that's like looking up. I mean, um, I was gonna say something. I was gonna say, oh yeah, the 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 whole rumor about um, AC Empire and there not being a game in 2016, like that is like just the fact that they got that right. Does that make the entire rumor true? Like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's yeah, that's um, yeah, oh, what yeah, I was thinking. Sure. Empire's real. Like, I mm. yeah, no, uh, um, I can in my view, like again, maybe we are hundred percent wrong, but. The way I see it, Empire's confirmed. I'm, yeah, I'm happy. I mean, I'm happy to talk about Empire as the next game, 100. percent Yeah, the the like that's really weird as well because it came out of 4chan. That's really 
unlikely, but that's fantastic because we because he said the guy said that there won't be a game in 2016, which is confirmed now. Um, it's, it's being made by the Black Flag team, which Ashraf Ismail has basically confirmed with all of his tweets, mm-hmm. like just pointing towards the fact that he's working on the next Assassin's Creed game. Uh, we've got David McDevitt working on some kind of secret project, um, and he's been hinting at us for yeah, the last he, eighteen months. He he's de- he's got to be writing the next game, and oh, I'm I'm sure of it. I'm hundred percent sure of it. Yeah. So does so that means we've so with the next game we're then they're probably developing a new engine. It I doubt it'll run on the Syndicate Unity engine. Um, considering Maybe. they've got all this new. They've got this new gameplay that they're talking about, like the guy I don't, said. I don't like think the they whole... need to keep changing engines necessarily. Well, I you hate can... the Unity Syndicate engine. Like well, you, just, you only hate it because it reminds you of Unity. You know, no, but it doesn't engine. work. Like it, it, it does. With it, Syndicate it, wait, work no, 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 not, not perfectly though. There's like something about it. Like with they've the... got another two years now. It's gotten better, far yeah. better in Syndicate than it was. Like, yeah, sure. it has, but it just didn't. That's for why me, it didn't feel finished. I just think something about it, like the free running, oh, sometimes okay. was clunky and like juttery and something like like it, it didn't feel like it was flowing and like real it kind of felt like i was making animations happen like i i can't explain it but i agree with you though like i agree with you but by changing it they've now got a new engine that they've got to start from scratch this one they're getting better it's only mm. going to get better it's not going to get worse from here i suppose like... but the assassin's creed 3 that engine was didn't didn't have problems mm-hmm. like i prefer unity i you prefer didn't, you didn't like that one though I, no, I didn't. I didn't like that one. I thought the only game it worked in was Black Flag. Like, I literally felt, in my view, that engine was built for a pirate game. Mm-hmm. And they did the pirate game. And it didn't work for the Revolution game. And now, I'm like, well, fuck that. Could mm. you s- snowdrop engine, Cole said. Is that well, the, that's the one that the uh, Division, the Division right? Yeah. They did uh-huh. say, I think it was the developer of The Division or something, said that, because someone asked uh, if they're going to be using Snowdrop Engine for other, like, Ubisoft projects, and he said the Snowdrop Engine is something they like, like, uh, like along with other things, they like to share with different um, development teams at Ubisoft, and he said that he thinks the Snowdrop Engine could work really well with other Ubisoft games, such as Assassin's Creed. That was his, like, quote that he gave. Um, so, I mean, it's possible that they use the Snowdrop Engine for Assassin's Creed, but... Yeah, yeah, okay. it, it, it could yeah. work. Yeah, no, I agree. No, that's fair. Fair point. I just don't want them to make, make another engine again. You know what I mean? Then we could be back yeah. to square one with this shit. Yeah. I, I, um, I prefer the Unity Syndicate engine in terms of graphics, in terms of animation, far more than I than the um, Anvil Next with the three. Be- the Rogue best for me has has got to be the Ezio trilogy though. The first Anvil um, engine, I just love it. Like yeah. it wouldn't. Even though if they released it now like that, it would yeah, I was like, it wouldn't be, really work now. Yeah, it wouldn't work, but I still love it. It's such a like it worked perfectly. Oh, for sure. I just I just love it. But it was um, the perfect engine at the perfect time, for sure. What was I saying? Ah, oh, shit. Talking about Snowdrop? Nah, it was something else. No, it was something random, like the, a point that I had, and I've forgotten it. Never mind. Um. Hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well. There's, look, I, I just don't want them to start from scratch from another engine. If they Whoa. use, like, Snowdrop's a developed engine already, great. If they don't and they use the Syndicate engine, sweet. You know, like, and again, they're going to a total different time period now. This isn't the same, so it could work better. Who knows if it works better at a different mm. time period? You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm very excited because to me, Empire's confirmed, like we've said. I think yeah. it's pretty clear Definitely. that um, the next game's in Egypt or at least in I'm ancient hyped. times like that. Um, because, you know, Kotaku said 
when the 4chan members said it, they're like, yeah, we're posting about this because we've heard the exact same thing from Ubisoft. And Kotaku, I mean, I did a video two episodes ago for Assassin's Creed The Truth. I went mm-hmm. through all the reasons Empire's true, other than the fact that story-wise it makes sense to move on with the modern day and to go back as an ancestor with sages. It works well in the story of reason to go back far, but Kotaku leaked Black Flag, Unity, and Syndicate, and now they've done this, and they've already got 50% of it confirmed by Ubisoft, it's right. Like, yeah. Empire's real. Like, I think we're all pretty clear on Empire being the next game, which I'm happy with. I love Egypt, you know, who does It's it's. Will it work for Assassin's Creed? We don't know until we play it, but I at least am excited about the, the setting. I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. I think it looks... I think if anything looks like it'll work for an Assassin's Creed game, is probably Egypt. When you when you think about the setting, it's like that. Just for me, somehow the setting just fits the like game Assassin's Creed. I don't know why. Might be because of where the first one was set and how that game kind of looked. I mean, not that ancient Egypt is going to look extremely similar to like the Holy Land, like the Third Crusade and everything. But you get where I'm coming from, kind of thing. Like. Yeah, no, I, I It's the I most. Do. It's the most similar. I, like, I, and I see it as because the way I see it, my favorite part, and I again, I am a fucking broken record talking about characters, ancestor characters need multiple games in Assassin's Creed. Like, I'm a mm-hmm. huge, I th- and I and I again, I also say that I don't think they need to stick around for more than a trilogy, even if it's just two games. You need multiple games with the same character. It gives us a reason. To finish the game and be like, I'm glad I invested my time in this ancestor character who is the most important character in each game. That's why we spend the most time with them, not the modern day ones. Mm-hmm. And you invest your time in them and you're like, sweet, I'm glad because I want to see what happens next. I want to see, I, I invested my time because I want to see this character again. I want to see them grow more and I want to see a payoff even further like Ezio got um, with three games. And I think there's a time and a place to move on. Yes, two new characters. I, I, was more than happy to move on from Ezio when it came because it was the right time. I didn't feel like I got too much Ezio. I felt like I got the perfect amount and I was like, fair enough, let's move on. It's time. And I feel the mm-hmm. same. It'll happen again. There'll be a time to move on, but one game's not enough for these characters. Mm-hmm. And I also said in that that I don't want it to be Evie and Jacob. Even if I like them, it's just because the time period's bad that I don't want to stay around any longer. Yeah. So after this, I said the next game, let's start again and do multiple games with this character. And Kotaku said that's something they're considering strongly. And mm. they said other settings in future games could be ancient Rome and ancient Greece. And I'm like, what a fucking trilogy that would be. Ancient It'd Egypt be followed by ancient Rome and ancient Greece. Best thing since the Ezio trilogy. In, th- if, in theory, If they do yes. it right. If they in, do it in right. In theory, you're right, 100%. Yeah. But if they, if they do it wrong, then obviously not. But yeah, like that would be fantastic i can just like envisage it like i just imagining it i'm just like oh wouldn't that be the best thing like just it's such a good comeback to just have that return to like everything and plus they i want something else for them to do like this is something they've always done in games and i really hope they stick with it is that they don't put features in the game just because it was in a previous one like they didn't put the hook blade in ac3 they didn't put the hidden gun in ac3 they didn't put like ships in unity uh, the Phantom Blade wasn't in Syndicate, and I really hope they don't carry over the Rope Launcher, which I don't think they will. I don't well, think they'll do it. you can't now when you're going to Asia. Of course, you, of course you can't, but I just, I can just imagine Ubisoft throwing it in them and just, like, explaining it off with some stupid theory um, and no, it annoying no, everyone, no but I don't think to... they will. I don't think they'll do it. I feel it. like, um, 
I feel like the open world aspect is going to be a bigger thing, which is mm. to me meaning horses. Yes, would be that's a something thing. that was said. Horses are returning in the Borchan thing about all yep. of the stuff that was coming in the game. Horses returning and also boats. Don't think it means giant ships from like uh, Black Flag. I think it means boats like gondolas and like yeah, the boats from Liberation, that kind of thing. I'd say like it's more like that. of some kind. Yeah, yeah. Not, you've got the Nile. Yeah. You've got the Nile there, so that yeah, could be not, right, not right in the dead center, especially if it's not just Cairo and Ali, like it's an open world Egypt. That would be really and cool. So you've got some like free desert landscapes to explore with oases and small towns and villages, and then you've got Cairo. Like yeah, that'd be fantastic. The maps could be like I've been watching. I've been on Netflix, fucking binge watching Egypt documentaries. <laughs> um, at the moment, and I'm like fucking rock solid hard right now for Egypt. To be honest, <laughs> like it, I'm, I'm very glad to be the next setting. To be honest, I just love the mytho- like. Will it work gameplay-wise? I hope so, but just in terms of the first civilization, there being a story there, there just is such a story in that time period, there's no way that it won't be interesting. Mm, yeah. Especially Darby. Darby! Darby, James! Oh. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> I just had a moment there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I just... I don't want to get too hyped, but then at the same time, I'm like... Yeah, I'm I've, got, right. yeah. I've got... I've got... I've got, like... Guys. <laughs> you I honestly have Watch Dogs too. I haven't been smiled. Right. I'm smiling right now. I haven't been this excited for Assassin's Creed probably since Unity, and when it looked good. Yeah. And like before that day. was oh. like AC3 after the Ezio trilogy that I was, you know. Oh, like, this could be good. This could be really good. I'm feeling. I'm, so I'm seeing like like uh, my eyes like are like it's like a cartoon. Like my eyes are turning into like dollar signs. I'm just like, oh my god, 2017 when they announce it, <laughs> all the videos I can make. <laughs> You're an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I'm, gonna be I'm... good, like, I think, I'm, I am I reckon when we, like, oh, I just, do you think we'll get anything until 2017 and I think they'll completely lay off it? Do you think we even get a teaser, like, maybe like the end of the year? Like, maybe like, maybe like, do you think? Yeah, because Ubisoft are Ubisoft. But, they with, love hype. With, Assassin's Creed 2, they didn't announce that till 2009. We didn't know about it in yeah. 2008. They, le- yeah, they left it. Also, yeah. So, yeah, but Assassin's Creed 2 was what before it became big? Assassin's Creed, it wasn't big until yeah. 2 was out. Yeah. Hmm. But they don't. They haven't done it with Watch Dogs. Like, they haven't announced yeah, but like, a Watch Dogs 2. Again, Assassin's oh, Creed supposed, is its yeah, own yeah. entity. Well, what Assassin's, about, Creed like, is Assassin's Creed. Far Cry? Well, Far Cry. They don't announce that, like, years before it comes out. Again, man. Like, none of those are even close to the hemisphere. Oh, I suppose. To the atmosphere of Assassin's Creed money. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. to them, if they announce a new Assassin's Creed at E3 and they say at the end 2017, that, to me, people just jizz at the fact that it's not coming out this year. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Hmm. They just need to show a sick-ass pre-rendered demo. And then fuck off and not show us anything until... Yeah, they could just do a teaser, like a really quick teaser. And then the next thing they could show, they could possibly... What if they did a thing at the movie? Like it, like at the end of the movie, you get it like a quick teaser or something like that. 
or around mm. the time when the movie's coming out, they could Maybe. do some yeah, kind of thing. Maybe, yeah, that'd be a good idea. Around the time of the movie would be yeah. a good idea. I think, like, I think that's something they could do, and then they won't do anything until next year's, like, May kind of thing. So we'll get the proper... Yeah. We'll get our first, like like they did with Syndicate kind of thing. Maybe they'll the do that. The proper reveal, yeah. Yeah, the proper sure. reveal. We'll get like a trailer, uh, like some interview kind of thing where they're talking about like what they've done with the game, how they've improved it, stuff like that. And we'll get that uh, around like May time, like April, May time, 2017. And then we'll see a proper demo at E3. And that's when I'll just explode maybe if it's fantastic. <clears throat> yeah, well, exactly. Plus the fact that Kotaku have already half have already confirmed it, I'm going to say. Have already mm. confirmed it, thanks to Ubisoft confirming no game this year. Uh, and Kotaku, uh, based off of history, will probably somehow get their hands on screenshots in this year, so they're like, let's just beat into the punch and fucking announce it properly. Yeah. I kind or of tease it. I don't, I don't want it to get leaked. I want to, like... Again, I agree. That's why I tease it at E3. If they yeah. hold off, Kotaku will leak it at some point later this year. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like with with Syndicate, I didn't mind the leaks. I was like, oh yeah, leaks. But I I think with this game, because of the potential and everything, I want Ubisoft to keep everything. Like I want them to be able to hype us rather than I don't want to. I don't want any leaks. I wanna. I want them to show us teasers and stuff. And I just, it'll be great. Like, if we get like a trilogy, how like do you think they'll tell us if we'll get a trilogy, or do you think they'll no, wait no, until no the next year and then just release? Be like, oh hey, look, it's a game with the same guy. Um, hmm. I don't think they'll release it year to year, though. I think it'll be every second year from now Could on. be. Could and be. And I think that would be fucking incredible. Six years with one character? To me, that's my dream. That is Six great. Six years with one character? Do you well, think that it could overtake Ezio? Do you, like... <laughs> no, no, it can't. But do you, it's not do you, possible. Okay, do you think there's a chance that it could be equal to Ezio? Like, there could no. be... Like, the same even kind of if it is, I, I would not admit it mm. to you or anyone mm. out loud. I wouldn't be able to admit it to myself. That would be <laughs> treachery to my child. It'll never beat nostalgia. Yeah, It'll yeah. be, to me, to Definitely. me, I, look, this might be the best way to explain it to someone. To me, what I'm hoping for is Empire to be the Force Awakens of mm. Assassin's Creed. Yes. That, for yeah, hardcore fans of Star Wars... Nothing will beat the original trilogy, but they. This is the best thing since, and it's closest they're ever going to get to it. Mm. And for, even though I, to me, Force Awakens is my favorite Star Wars movie because I'm born in fucking '95, and I. And as much as I love the original trilogy, it was old as fuck when I first saw it. Yeah. So just to me, that's why. Even though I love the original trilogy, that's why I like Force Awakens better. But mm. for, but as since I'm a hardcore Ezio fan, it won't beat that trilogy. But I, I'm hoping for the best thing since. But again, we haven't seen anything. All we know is the setting. And But it, the setting sounds good. The concepts they're getting through their thick fucking heads sound really good. Mm. I don't want to say thick fucking heads. I'd love you, Ubisoft, if you pull this off. <laughs> Please don't hate me forever. <laughs> um, um, mm. Yeah. yeah. Does Tyler realize there are characters in gaming that are far better than Ezio? No, there's no. not. Absolutely what wrong. Are you, what are you talking about? They're actually... Okay, no, there's not. Um, there's ones that are really good and amazing. Maybe close. Master Chief, Sora. But not better than Ezio. Are you on drugs right now? <laughs> what the fuck are you going to talk about? Uh, fucking... Fucking that COD main character from that one campaign was pretty yeah. fucking good. <laughs> do you think that it, uh, the new character, if they're going to do a trilogy, be could become the new face of Assassin's Creed? Do you think there's a chance of them... Always well, that's what they should be with doing. that guy. Well, that's, that it's is difficult what they should for me do. to 
Imagine no, that. The, I want them to. And I've, I keep saying this again and again and again. I said this last... I, I'm, I, can I link this video to you so you can put it in the description? Because I made sure. this last year and I talked about the fact that <clears throat> when they did the whole eight-year anniversary of Assassin's Creed or whatever and they sent out a poster and in the mm. and it had all the characters but in the middle is Ezio because he's still the poster boy. He's the one mm. everyone knows about. My, most of my friends don't play Assassin's Creed. The only person they know in Assassin's Creed is Ezio because that's when they played it. They haven't yeah. played one since and they didn't play the first one. Like my friends are the casual fans that played it when it was in its, you know, it was a big thing, especially mm. for me because I'm their friend and I was telling them you got to play this, you got to play this, you got to play this. Yeah. <clears throat> and... He's still the poster boy now, and that's retarded when there's been seven main characters since, but none are selling like Ezio sells. So, and to me, I'm like, that's not good. As much as I love Ezio, he shouldn't be the poster boy still. It's, mm. it's really not good for business if he is. Clearly, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, you know definitely. what I mean? So, I want there to be a new poster boy, because to me, if there's a new poster boy, that means they've got someone that's good and that sells, and they've got good shit happening right now. Mm. That's a good song. Yeah. What what is what is Amir saying? He's saying like listing characters that he likes. He's got Joel from The Last of Us, Lara Croft. Lame, lame. There's there's not better than Ezio. What are you what are you on? How Lara Croft better than Ezio? What is wrong with you? Um, Sahorse said, um, let's hope that everyone in Empire doesn't have an English accent. What do you think? Yeah, well, I don't care. I, that affect. I do. They I would prefer them to have accents from their culture, like I liked with Ezio Trilogy and even Assassin's Creed 1. Um, I like that. I agree that it's better with accents, but I didn't... It bothered a lot of people. I do get that. I understand that. But I, I never was not that bothered by having English accents in French Revolution. I would have preferred them all to have French. But... I, think, I think in the French Revolution it didn't matter as much, but if, imagine if they did it in Italian Renaissance, if everyone had an English accent. Yeah, well, I think they just—it's not that hard to just get do what they did with Assassin's Creed One. Yeah, I, I, I think, like, I just hate that I was wandering around revolutionary Paris, and you know, you'd get a bloke, you'd hear his voice, he'd sound English, and then, and then he'd fall from the sky. <laughs> <coughs> oh, that's so funny. Unity. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I fucking hate that game. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I definitely don't. Uh, I was playing it yesterday, and it was the worst thing I saw. Thing no, I was there. It was Oh, horrible. no, I was there when you played Unity. I was telling you to play Unity. No, I was I playing Syndicate. I played I Unity really after Syndicate. I, I, like, I don't think it's a good game, but I don't. Ha I just don't hate it. I really I do. just don't hate it. I do. Look, I remember being super mad at it. I do, like, I will give it the fact that I like it better over time, because I don't remember quite how much I did hate it. Oh, I do. I definitely once. I, I went the opposite. It like with a knife. I like I went the opposite way. Like when I played it, I was like, oh, "This is alright, you know. I'll give it a chance. Like it's it's an okay game." And then as I kind of played, like I gave it a seven point five or something for the That's, on my review or whatever. And seven point five. That is a bit high. I probably gave I, like a seven. You know, I went most. through and Maybe I kept going, and now I'd probably give it a three or a four. Because yeah. See, I don't. It's really not. Fuck it's not off. Look, it's not good. It's definitely, it's not like, oh, what a good game. It's I don't understand, that. actually. I'd give it a three, yet I snapped it. I want to see what I'd do to a game that I'd give, give like, a one. Like, what would I well, do you, to that? You wouldn't keep playing a one. Yeah. 
But it's only because it's Assassin's it. Creed and you want, and it is a sacred thing to you. Oh, if so Unity, three... like, yeah. wasn't Assassin's Creed, that, I want to finish that. Yeah, exactly. That's that's my point. Um, and I, I don't know, like, I think, again, I, I always say this, to be fair to Unity, not to be fair to Unity, but to be fair to my uh, terrible opinion of saying it's not that bad, um, <clears throat> it is because I love the free roam and doing the free roam for Justice series. Mm. Again, I love doing that. I have such fond memories of recording that and coming up with the Batman voice and doing all that shit that for some reason, whenever I think of Unity, I don't think of the terrible time I had playing the campaign for the first time. I don't think of all the glitches that I did have. I don't think of the literally rage quit moments I had where I was red angry, yelling at the TV. I just think of making that. And mm. that's a good thing. Yeah, when I think of that game, I remember my puddle of tears. Yeah, it's and... tough. See, when a, with, with the difference is with AC3, I remember just playing it, finishing it, and just being like, like I played it non-stop, I just did not stop playing until I finished it, and then I was like, fuck, that character was so boring. Um, and I was, the, like, I enjoyed the modern day part, mostly, and then other than that, I was like, that was pretty fucking shit, the rest of it. Like, the story was, to yeah. me was just bad. Gameplay worked. It was fine, but it was just I just didn't like like the story. At all, I didn't like the character at all, and mm. it hasn't changed. Whereas Syndicate uh, Unity, I think it's a. I loved the engine, but it didn't work. But when I, when I don't know, updates happened, and when you just free roam around and you've got a fully upgraded character, it's just way easier to play. But when you start again and your character's weak as fuck. Like, it is just rage-worthy. Mm. Because you just die when you get shot once by a gun because they insta-lock onto you and they'll heat-seek you for some reason. I don't know. It's the just... I feel like just, it's a, kind of a broken uh, record with Unity. Unity. Ah, oh, fight me. Ah. Oh, so annoying. Why is the game like that? It, when I play it... I played it yesterday. And it's <laughs> like... It's like... I just, whenever I, everything takes so long to do, it's like the game slowed down, like, all of the animations take forever to do anything, when he starts running, it takes forever to get, like, up to speed, like, the free running, he, like, really? go, like, locks onto the wrong things, and, like, you can't get in fucking windows, and the combat is, like, he, his sword slides around all over the place, and, like, like, to do a finishing kill, like, the enemy that you're attacking will just snap into a position that fits the animation that you're trying to do. And it's like, oh, it's just so stupid. And then you put your sword through him, but it's just like, it's just like the sword is phasing through him and, like, kind of lagging about in him. Like, you can just see it sliding around. It's like, that doesn't happen when you put a sword in someone. It looks stupid. I really, all those things you listed, like, some of those I, I agree with. Some of those I'm like, uh, I don't, I like his running. I like all the animations and stuff. I don't like the combat look. I agree, combat looks pretty shit. Sometimes it looks alright, but most of the time it's it's not that great. Um, it's like whenever you try to do a counter as well, the game like drops frames. Like whenever I do it, the game just slows itself down. It's like lags, and I'm like, w why? <laughs> why? What the fuck? Like, oh, <laughs> oh, it's a fucking hilarious. Oh, oh what else is on your list? Done. <laughs> Fucking You're done. done? Oh, actually, I wanted to bring something up. I had this a minute ago. Um, do you think we'll get multiplayer in Empire? No. I hope not. 
Really? And as much as like, I, but I, I loved the multiplayer back in the day, but I don't, I'm just happy for them to never do multiplayer again or co-op or anything. I mm. like their concept of Syndicate, which was focused on the, above all, I just want them to focus on the campaign. I will buy their game every time they make an Assassin's Creed, if, as long as the campaigns are good. And I just don't want multiplayer or a co-op or anything to potentially ruin it. Mm. with resources and yeah. money and investment and time in development just even if it would like if it would be good great but just in case it would fuck things up just don't do it just focus on the campaign for a while maybe one day multiplayer can come back but mm. as much as I do love it it did it was detrimental to potential for the games being bigger being better I'd just rather get the best campaign I've ever seen yeah yeah, I'd prefer that as well. Because I play, at the end of the day, I play Assassin's Creed for the single player, not the multiplayer, so it's not a big deal. Like, if they put it in and it works and everything's still fine and great, but, it, I, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Tyler, kill yourself seriously, making less content AC is good. Tyler, you are dumb. What the fuck are you talking about? I want them to make more content in the campaign. Like, That's Assassin's Creed started fuck. off. And I want Assassin's it to Creed work. Started off as I don't player, want it to be so. a glitch, you fuck. Don't. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? See, because, I mean, the first game and the second game, they were single player only. That's what it was. Then Brotherhood introduced multiplayer, and everyone then expects it. It's like, oh, it's a part of the game. We need multiplayer. We don't. It was just an addition. It was just a bonus thing for Brotherhood Revelations. And then they kind of included it in 3 and 4 because they felt they had to. And then Unity, they went with um, co op, which didn't work in my opinion it was dreadful and then i mean the concept was good but because i've always wanted to co-op assassin's creed i thought that'd be amazing but it, it didn't work and then syndicate and, and rogue i think as well both went with single player only so i think that worked well and i don't think they need to bring multiplayer back necessarily they don't need to do it but yeah hey, look I, i'm not against multiplayer i just think if i was the creative director I would focus all my resources on making the best campaign possible. Mm, but definitely. if they say there's multiplayer, I'm cool with that too because I did enjoy the multiplayer. I mm. always have enjoyed the multiplayer. I didn't like Assassin's Creed 4s. Um, I didn't like that, but I loved Brotherhoods. I loved Revelations. I liked 3's multiplayer. And 4s was okay. I'm happy with multiplayer. But if I was in charge, I wouldn't be doing it. What if they just throw in multiplayer, like, they add a few new maps, they use they use old maps from the old stuff, use the engine they used for, like, the AC4 one, which was, like, a weird combination of, like, AC4's engine and the original Anvil engine, and just had, like, a separate thing for multiplayer that didn't really tie into the story and wasn't really, like, using the engine, they didn't develop a new multiplayer, they kind of just reused an old multiplayer and added new things to it, what if they did that? Just to give mm -hmm. people multiplayer. Seems like that would be a big struggle. This, I don't know. I don't know. If they do that, they may as well just make it. Well, like, I don't know. Mm. Um, I, I guess they could. I guess you're right. I don't know. I, you know what I'd be cool with? Why don't they just put out a remastered multiplayer game this year? Like, why wouldn't they just may as well do something like that? I don't know. Like, Yeah. Yeah, you see, the, I was talking to George the other day. Uh, actually, I think it was like yesterday, the day before, I don't know. But um, Assass uh, 2017 is the 10-year anniversary of Assassin's Creed 1. And yeah. it doesn't look like they're doing anything for that now. Like, I was hoping we'd get some kind of, like, remade AC1 
have a really cool game, but it doesn't look like they're doing that now. So, do you think they'll do anything? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really mind, to be honest, that much. Like, to be honest. To be honest. <laughs> I don't know. What do you... Do you want it? Yeah, I'd love it. I think it'd be great to be able to revisit the first game with, like, updated visuals, maybe some updated gameplay, some new additions, stuff like that. I think it'd be really cool. But if they don't do it, then I'm not bothered, because we'll get a really... Like, hopefully, we'll get a really good new Assassin's Creed game. So, you know, if they... If they, you know, if they if they spend time making a new Assassin's Creed one, then that's going to take up time on. They could be like they could be dedicating that time to Empire. So, I guess yeah. At the end of the day, it doesn't really bother me because they can put all of their effort into Empire and make a really good game rather than making yeah. like a remade Assassin's Creed one just cause. Yeah, so... it's like people. A couple of people said they could just make another team to make the multiplayer, and someone with some fucking brains said a new team for multiplayer costs money. Yeah, exactly. I don't think people understand how business works. They have a budget for the game. You either spend it all on the single player or you take something out. You don't just get extra money to make a multiplayer to make a new team. That will always 100% take away money to make multiplayer and take away people and resources. Yeah. You don't... Do you, They're not... Look, okay, I'm calm. I'm calm. <laughs> look, that's, it's, it's a business. It's not a magic land where people just appear to make what you want them to make. Like, it's called a business... And people are in charge to do shit. Like, I know people, in theory, it sounds great. Just get another team to do it. They'll make it. But, like, fuck's sake. Sometimes that just annoys me. Mm. Nonsensical thinking right now. I'm not yeah. saying I don't want multiplayer. I'm just saying it, it will take away from single player in some way. Because it has to. Because it takes away money. It takes away people. And time. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, Amir said... Multiplayer is such a cool thing. It extends the life of the game beyond the story mode. If you I agree dedicate, with you. I like agree it does, but if you dedicate all the time to making a really good single player, then surely that should extend the life of the game. Like not maybe not as much as multiplayer because you can just you can just kind of grind the fuck out of that for like months. But yeah, sure. You could have they could put in loads more like side quests. They could put in like loads of like new features, loads of like things that's in that go into the game because they've got to make the single player amazing if they have a multiplayer then they've got something to fall back on so the single player doesn't have to be as good because they can go oh well, we've got this multiplayer so if the single player doesn't have enough stuff there's a multiplayer here for you to play and it's like that kind of thing but if they don't have the multiplayer there the whole game is riding on the single player so they've got to make a really really good single player which i think is a good thing yeah i yeah i agree um like, again, I agree with the fact that multiplayer extends the life of the game. It totally does. Um, and I agree with the thinking there, because I like a game that has a longer extension of life. But that's something like Halo has a good multiplayer. That'll extend it. As much as it's great if it had the multiplayer and it extended the life of the game, but I'd prefer, personally, just to have a quality yeah. over quantity. Well, you did get, like, a million lock missions in Halo 5, so you should be... Fuck um, off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got, you, got some, you got some quality <laughs> chief missions in there. I mean, there wasn't a huge quantity of them, but, you know, you got quality there with the, the, those three missions. You got some good cutscenes in the campaign. Oh, um, God. <laughs> <laughs> I've broken him. Oh, no. My brain is broken. You've you've defeated me. <laughs> oh god. 
Uh, what if in yeah. AC the assassins haven't invented the hidden blades yet? That's not gonna happen. The first- oh, who was it that said it yesterday on my stream? The first use of the hidden blade was in something like 400 BC? 486 BC. Uh, in Persia, or something like that. Um, and the, I think, uh, ancient Egypt is set- what is it, like, is it 40 BC? Way before that, man. It, if you're going back oh, to shit, the building- Oh shit, it's 1500, isn't it? Well, is it's it? even before that, man. It could what be 3000 BC. What the fuck is going on? Hold the fuck on. Ancient Egypt. But look, I, they, look they it, depends what, it depends what way you go with this, because, a, like, I'm gonna sound like a fucking nerd here, but if you talk to a lot of modern geologists and, and engineers, mm -hmm. they're making a lot of discoveries at the moment that looks like the Sphinx and the pyramids are fuckload older than we are taught growing up, right, You've been watching in a lot of documentaries, haven't you? Not documentary, man. Like, this is... There's a guy <laughs> called um, Graham... What's his name? Graham Hancock. Mm -hmm. Gra Graham Hancock. He's a writer and philosopher, and he's been working with a master builder and one of the world's leading geologists. They've made a lot of discoveries. He's... What's it called? Fingerprints of the Gods. He's, he's got one... Um, he's an author. He's got another book coming out. Like, he's amazing. And I'm trying mm -hmm. to think of who he's been working with. They're making discoveries at the moment <clears throat> that could about... They've been working on things like um, global catastrophes, like end-of-the-world events. They've been able to mark when things have happened in their history, when world-ending events have happened. And it's the last one they have on records, ten to 12,000 years ago. And the one before that could have been about in Australia, I think, was 30,000 years ago. Things like meteors and stuff. And they got evidence to say that it is possible pyramids are older than that. Not mm. older than 30,000 years, but they, were, bef they yeah. were from a previous human civilization. Ooh. Or the Sphinx was. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm forgetting the specifics of what they say is before, but they've got evidence that there was intelli very intelligent human life that died out and started and we've started Hashtag again. First Civ. Well, it kind of, it kind of Assassin's is. Assassin's like, Creed, real life, canon confirmed. I, I'm not an expert by any means, but these guys, if you Google Graham Hancock and you can look, there's a great podcast because one of my favorite podcasts, The Joe Rogan Experience. He talks to Graham Hancock and this geologist, I can't even get this geologist's name, but um, I can't find the names, but they do a three-hour podcast and they go through... Yeah, so Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson, Joe Rogan mm -hmm. Experience. If you put, type that into YouTube, it's three hours. It's one of the most interesting three hours of your fucking life. And you'll learn so much. Trust me. Like, it is amazing to hear what they talk about. And honestly, there's, there's discoveries we're making and learning about um, our world that just totally goes against what we've, you know, we've thought mm. and grown up with being told. That's so, fucking weird. Um, I think the Sphinx is the one they've dated the oldest, but I don't know, pyramids, yeah, I don't know, but all I'm saying is who knows how far back this game could be because, you know. Yeah, who the fuck makes a Sphinx? And What even is that? It's like a cat. <laughs> But it's not a cat. What the fuck is it? And how do you how do you make that? What did the person do to make that? Did they like hack at it with a like a hammer? Like what the fuck? I don't know. 
I don't, I don't so know, but I'd love to up. find out. Um, like a pyramid. What's the point of that thing? Well, that's again up for debate. As a kid, I was taught in school that they were tombs for pharaohs, but you know, there's no no mummy has ever been found in a pyramid ever. There's really, other than one thing that looks like sarcophagus, there's no real evidence to suggest that they were built as pharaoh's tombs. That's fucking random. I mean, why um, a massive triangle, though? More than like, they were really to track constellations and look at the stars. You can listen to this, if you listen to this podcast, they do talk about I'm that. Gonna, because, I am going to listen to that podcast. Because they talk about, and they talk about it now because it's so important that we don't look, because of all the lights and how far we've gone in technology, we don't look at the stars anymore. And a civilization back that far really did look to the stars because they respected that it was world-ending. Things like meteors and comets are world-ending, and they're a real chance of hitting us. Like, we had a world-ending size asteroid that was bigger than the last one that ended, like, that would have been a huge catastrophe back 12,000 years ago. One passed us last Halloween, and it was Ooh. as far away from us as the moon is from Earth. Oh, snap. And, as like, because NASA tra say they track things, but NASA only caught it about three weeks before. Oh, shit. It passed us. So they don't know 99% of shit that, of these asteroids. So, like, again, I'm no fucking expert. I really am, could be, like, a bit off, but this is stuff, you know, listen to these real experts talk about it. I highly recommend this. Graham Hancock, Randall Carson on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast is the best three hours you'll ever spend. It's the best podcast I've ever listened to. That just one podcast episode. I'm going to have to do really that. It really is incredible to listen to and learn learn from. And Joe Joe's great because he's an amazing. He's a smart guy, but he's just like us. He's just asked the questions like, "Wait, what the fuck? What?" And he'll ask you know <laughs> the intelligent questions that we're thinking. So mm. it'd be interesting to hear that. And to me, it's a great setting for a game because who knows how they could play around with the first sieve and the building of um, yeah of um, pyramids and things. But I mean, in the in in uh, Assassin's Creed, it was like seventy five thousand years ago that the end of the world catastrophe, Toby catastrophe, happened with the first sieve. So it was even further back than yeah. in reality, in the real world, the last catastrophe happened. Because mm -hmm. um, they're just finding these guys have found a lot of like again, Randall Carlson's a geologist, so he can look and he has a lot of graphs. You want to watch the YouTube video, <clears throat> mm -hmm. and he can l take a photo. Or like he takes photos, he goes to his visits place in America, and he'll look at this landscape, and he'll be able to tell you every fucking rock, how old it is, or and why things are shaped this way, why this thing's this way. Like he is one of the world's leading geologists. He's such an interesting guy, and he's been on the podcast before, and just listening to him talk is interesting. Um, so these two have worked together to write this book, and these are two super smart guys. So hearing mm. them talk about making these discoveries that are changing what we know about history completely is amazing. And even who knows what these pyramids are for. We still don't know 100%. Lots pe some people say it was to track the stars and things like that. And there's lots of evidence to show that lots they positioned and built them in the place of stars, whether it be to worship, I don't know. Some even say they were almost machines and, char and have electric charges. There's mm. a lot of evidence for that too. So I don't know. Like, again, I'm not a fucking expert. I'm just a guy that listens to people who are experts and tries to blab on about it later, like right now. <laughs> That's really cool. Though. Like, they could do a lot 
in Empire with like all the history because there's not even like a lot that we know about so like they could not not say make everything fictional but there's a lot for them to like play around with so it could be interesting especially with like the first sieve and everything totally. looks good like I'm looking now I've had it open for a bit the um ancient Egyptian like periods um we've got 3100 BC to around uh 330 BC like there's a bunch of like different periods that happen in between but it's all part of the ancient Egyptian period so the latest is around 332 BC 332 BC mm-hmm. yeah well I'm just, well even then like they can just retcon and say well the um the hidden blade was used this year like if I can yeah, yeah. well, they've said prior to this they can make it up yeah in it was in like 486 BC was the first documented use of the hidden blade. So they can easily just throw it in like, oh, it was used, just wasn't documented about. So, yeah. yeah. It, it'll be in it. They won't They won't take the hidden blade out. It's it's like an iconic thing in Assassin's Creed. You can't take it out. Yeah. So it'll be in it's it. It's like have, not having a lightsaber in a Star Wars movie. Yeah, that'd be fucking weird. Well, uh, in a, with Jedi. It's like a Jedi not using a lightsaber. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's... Yeah, there's a lot of shit they could do, especially like um, with the whole the the gods, not gods. First Civ, what are they based on again? Which gods is it? Is it Greek or Roman? Which, what what are they again? The Minerva, do you know? I always forget. <clears throat> I forget too. I forget too. Let's. I, I feel like people will Greek, know. Someone will I'm know. Not sure. I'm gonna search Juno goddess, and I'll try. It. I'll find it. Um. Mythology. What uh, someone goes, Roman. watch Ubisoft it's, it's come Roman. out and announce AC Australia just to fuck with us. Wow. <laughs> that would be funny. Okay. It's it says Juno is a Roman goddess. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Siblings was Jupiter. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Children, Minerva. Um I'm probably <laughs> sure how that fits into Assassin's Creed, because that doesn't make any fucking sense, but they're they're Roman. So, so if they if they possibly do um, a trilogy where they go to ancient Rome, then that could have more to do with the first Civ. Like, if the protagonist decides he wants to go in, in search of like finding more to do with the first civilization, he finds like their origins. Maybe they could do something like that because like back then a bunch of people would have like worshipped them, I guess, as like gods. So yeah, everyone said Roman gods in the comments. So like in ancient Rome, everyone's going to be worshiping them as gods, and like. So does that mean they're going to be prominent, or what? What do you think? Well, in Egypt, it's not as much. I, I don't feel like that's a case as they worshipped them like that. Um, I feel like they looked more to the heavens, though. And I think you can definitely look to that as maybe the Egyptians knew more about the Toba catastrophe and the sun part. They could play around with that mm. a lot. <clears throat> so there's definitely something there for a reason that the Egyptians were smart in to look for into looking, you know, and knowing yeah. about the Toby catastrophe and the first civilization. Whereas maybe ancient Rome and Greece, there might be a worship thing, but I, in Egypt, I feel like they'd more play around with the fact that it's maybe there's more contact with them. I don't know if they worship them, but they listen to them and know about yeah. them. It'll be interesting. It'll be very, yeah. very interesting, that's for sure. And I sent you the link to the Joe Rogan experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw. So, you can, that so you can enjoy that later. Dude, Highly recommend it, man. I'm, I'm definitely going to do that. It, sounds it is amazing. Fuck. It's amazing. You'll, you'll be like, oh, okay. Because three hours, it's a big commitment. But you'll start listening. You'll be ten minutes in, and you will not stop. 
you'll yeah, keep listening, good. man. It's gonna it's be one of fucking those. good. Um, um, Egypt had a massive I... religion. I don't think that. I don't think that was the Rome. It wasn't the same gods though. Like they had, they did have religion, but I don't. I don't actually remember ever when I used to learn about Egypt in school and stuff. Like about them having specific gods. Like that wasn't a thing, was it for Egyptians? Look, they had a religion. Like what was it? What, what was it? God? Was it just like so God? They like used to worship pharaohs kind of as gods. Oh. Like I don't know about that. The worship pharaoh. Like there's. The thing, the thing about Egyptians is it's tough because there's a lot of stuff that we read about, but we don't know if that's real, if that makes sense. Like, there's, mm-hmm. there's so many different Egyptologists and even re- other historians that aren't Egyptologists that disagree with Egyptologists because they come in and look at it and, like... Because like, sometimes you look in certain fields, like an Egyptologist, for example, or, I don't know, wherever... And they can be kind of stubborn and they've been taught this or they've learnt this so they stick with it. So when other people like a geologist or a scientist come in and disagree and say, well, we've come in and we're looking at this and um, it doesn't actually make sense. They're like, no, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, So there's definitely contradicting ideas of the Egyptians. So there's definitely room there to play around. Mm. Definitely room there to play around. Colm said they but worshipped they- cats. I don't know if they. I don't think they. There's they a thing worship. though. Like they, they there, loved cats. There's a thing cats. about cats. Um, yeah. Egyptians had a massive belief in the afterlife. Yeah, they definitely did. The afterlife's a huge thing. That's why they, did they the didn't. Whole even, they didn't thing. even have a. They didn't have a word for death. It was called dawning. Oh. Or that is creepy. That's creepy dawning as fuck. Actually. Yeah, I think it was the last thing because they had a thing. Yeah, there was no. There was. Yeah. There was they no death some, to them. Or they could do some really cool, like, assassin tombs or something in Empire with Egypt. Imagine going, like, underground and, like, having all these, like, dimly lit tunnels and stuff. Trying to find, like, the, like, stuff like they do in Assassin's Creed 2 with, like, the seals kind of thing. Yeah. That yeah, be cool. it would be really cool. be really cool. There's a lot, man. It's just a lot. We've talked a lot about Assassin's Creed. More than I, I thought. Know, Jesus. It's supposed to be no news whatsoever. And we've talked about this. It's because there's so much speculation. It's because there's no news that we can talk about whatever the fuck we want. And we know it's Empire, so I'm happy to talk about this now because I yeah. wasn't before. I didn't want to get balls deep into Egypt. Mm, yeah. But when we didn't know for sure. What if it's not? What if they come out and it's like, it's not Empire? Like, Oh, I'm going to be disappointed now. Like, so what? I. I, don't, I can't think of a better I'm setting. so invested in it. I feel like it's right because of what the guy said. I just feel like it, it is right. But, no, um, it is. It is. It is. Yeah, but what if it's not? What if they come out and they're like, oh, it's um, But it is, though. Japan. Like, it is. Like what? If, what would you do? Like what? What would, what would your reaction, initial reaction, be for them? Like to the the release trailer, like announced trailer comes out, whatever, but it's like Japan or something. Oh, I'd be pissed. Like eighteenth century Japan. Oh fuck. <laughs> I don't think I'd buy it. I yeah, think I'd probably. quit. Like I, I, I'm too invested in the Egypt thing now. If they came out with something else that wasn't equally as interesting, like like eighteenth century Japan. I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't. I can't. I don't think I'd be in any way motivated to make videos on that or to. Play I'd agree. It. I'd be mm-hmm. like, I just. I'm just gonna give up. Like, I just can't be fucked. Like, I'll switch to something else. I'll switch to another genre, another game. I. Nah. I. I just. I don't think I could be fucked with that. Yeah, but I agree. It, it'll be Egypt. It'll be Egypt. I'm like 99.9 percent sure of Egypt. So am I. I agree. Like I should, I should be a hundred percent because of all the information we've got. But but it's tough to be. Yeah, because it's not conf- if it's not confirmed, I can't be a hundred percent sure. But I'm I'm nearly there. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm 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 ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure. Mm. Definitely. But yeah. Um. Yeah, I probably wouldn't buy a Japan eighteenth century Japan setting. Um, yeah. Yeah. You guys would buy it, and you would make videos if that happened. Ace, no, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You would, James. Well, I think my initial reaction would be like, fuck this, and uh, mm, maybe eventually I'd be like, mm, I guess I could do some stuff, but I wouldn't want to. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be doing it, like, with just, like, this lingering thought of, like, I, I could kill myself right now in the back of my mind. But I don't think they'll do that. I think it'll be Egypt. I think we've got ancient Egypt. I think that'll be what it is. And that's what I'm sticking with until I hear otherwise. But I won't hear otherwise. It's going to be ancient Egypt. It will be. Yeah. Yeah, it's ancient Egypt. I wouldn't worry. I'm not worried about it being anything else. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, other, in other news, Gabe Graziani, long-time community developer for Assassin's Creed, has um, left the Assassin's Creed team for other projects as a com dev for Ubisoft Montreal. Mm -hmm. How do you feel, James? Well, uh, pretty much normal. Didn't really affect me, but um, he was great. Like I remember back in the Brotherhood days, he used to do the Q and As and stuff, and that was the first time when like I saw him, and I was like, oh, he's great. Like he's he seems like such a nice person, and like he seemed like he cared about the like the franchise and everything. And yeah, it's you know it's sad to see him leave the AC community because he was such a great, great, great person in the community. But you know whatever he goes on to next, he's still working at Ubisoft. So whatever franchise he hops onto next, um, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be great. So yeah, I yeah I agree. I'm I'm sad. I was sad to hear the news. Um. And I think, talk about a trailblazer, I think, in Gabe. Um, because, I, look, I'd, I don't think I'd ever heard of a community developer as, a like, a person that I'd hear about from games until Gabe. Yeah. Because he'd yeah, actually go out of the way to interact with the fans and to make it known that there is a guy that listens to us and that talks to us. He was like the guy we talked to. We know who to talk to when it comes to Assassin's Creed. And we had questions or queries or something. Um, he was always a super positive guy to have in the community. No matter what, he was always a, had the, the positive attitude. Mm. Um, and I, I'm sad to see him go. I'm glad he's still working for Ubisoft Montreal. Um, but I mean, the stuff he did back in the early days where he'd do, you know, the Q&As videos for Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and Revelations. He'd really interact with us and he was and I felt like he helped grow the online community because there was a guy like that. Mm, the community yeah. wouldn't be what it is without a guy like him being active with us and making us feel like we have a voice. And I think that we owe him a lot more than maybe we we think. So I, I much respect to to Gabe. I wish him all the best. Um and good luck, and I can't thank him enough, really. Mm, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Cool, 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 cool. So, um, can I make a little uh, announcement, or just... Oh. Um, <clears throat> sure. It's a... Yeah, yeah. Okay. If that's okay with yeah, you. Yeah, if you're yeah, okay yeah. With that. Go, go for it. No, just a little uh, production update um, 
for season z origin for z free origin. run for zero zero origin for free run for justice. Um, so tomorrow there is uh, the an release date announcement trailer Ooh. coming out tomorrow, uh, Monday. Justice 30, Monday. 30, it's always Justice Monday. So everything that comes out free run to justice related it's a Monday uh, so that'll start first proper trailer that'll give you a release date it is later than maybe some of you would think for it being in production right now um, but it's mainly because there's no Assassin's Creed this year so I don't want to it to be too long between seasons you know what I mean mm -hmm. like you know Freedom of Justice isn't coming out in a week or anything like it's going to be a little while but in saying that uh, I'm like in terms of recording I'm like 90% finished and then there's a lot of post production but mm -hmm. it's, it's like I'd say like in overall production it's a solid like 50% finished the whole season, maybe even sixty. So, wow. it's I'm I've been fucking charging through it, and been writing and with you, your co-writer James, oh. um, as the co-writer. Yes. And um, it's looking fucking awesome. I can't wait. It's looking fucking awesome. So excited. So, very excited. Very excited. And there's a few little things, but yeah, the trailer. We'll be out tomorrow. And it's um, classic Dark Knight, classic Batman. Oh, I'm so ready. Everyone go subscribe. To, uh, the second link in the description is Tyler's channel if you're not already subscribed. So then you can you won't miss the trailer for Freedom for Justice, season Z's origin. Z's origin. So, of course, be sure to do that. 100%. So, yeah, I just wanted to make that. Just say that. Just to, just to let people know that that's happening tomorrow. Cool. The hype's real, and I'm very, very excited for it. And there's some other cool stuff I'm going to do to hype it up that's hilarious. Mm. I've, we've talked about that, James. Cool. Um, I'm ready. Yeah. So um, w w I'll give you the choice for what, what what you want to do next. Okay. Either we can move on to our top five. Ooh. Or do Tyler's Tales. I feel like Tyler's Tales. We've had a couple of requests for Tyler's Tales. So. Have we? Yeah. Uh, Ace was saying we're going to get Tyler's Tales. So it's, yeah, okay. Um, I think we could go yeah. with Tyler's Tales and move on to the top fives afterwards. Yeah, okay. 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 Um Sweet. So um Tyler's Tales. Tyler's Tales. Um there's not as much like this is a short one. It's okay. not like this is the only problem I have with Tyler's Tales at the moment. Is because I have a lot of stories, sure. But I've used all the ones that go for, like, I've, it's almost made an expectation of Tyler's Tales to be, like, 10 to 30 fucking minutes long. <laughs> like, there's some long ones. Crazy, crazy long ones. Whereas I've got some stories that are a bit long and some that are really short, like, two minutes, and that'll be it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So just for that expectation, then it's always going to be hugely long, and this one's not. But i got, like, two things that happened this week. Mm -hmm. um, one was I... Uh, did my first stand-up comedy show. Ah, yes. Um, that happened this week. So I think it was, when was it? Wednesday night. Um, mm -hmm. Something I've wanted to try out for a while is to get up, you know, doing this podcast and stuff. I love talk, you know, talking and telling stories. And I thought, there's lots of comedians that just 
tell stories, but as a performance. You can't just be me getting up and talking, telling yeah. a story. Uh, it's, you know, it's got to be a performance. You've got to have jokes in there and stuff. Um, so, um, I kind of have been thinking about it for a while and wanting to do it. I mean, even it's funny because the last podcast we recorded three weeks ago, I said at the end, I'm thinking about doing stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect to be saying at the next podcast, so I've done my first stand-up comedy gig. Yeah. You know how did what that I mean? Like, how did you go about that? Well, pretty much spending time, you go around to different... I've got a mate that does some stand-up comedy, so we've just been going around to different clubs at nights of the week um, all around Melbourne, <clears throat> watching, just sitting there having a few beers, watching the shows. Then we go meet the comedians, talk to the MCs, people that run it, just kind of introducing ourselves and mm-hmm. um, and things like that, meeting people. So pretty much I was at this club in Richmond, so in East Melbourne, and I we were just sitting there, me and my mate, watching the show, and, I, and I'd been writing this set piece, and I hadn't got an ending. I didn't have an ending yet. And as I'm watching the performance, I've rem- I think of my ending. So I go to my mate, I've got an ending. And he just goes, go ask the MC if someone didn't show up. So I just walk up to her and while someone's up there and go, has someone not shown up tonight? And she goes, yeah. And I said, can I fill in? And she goes, yeah, Ooh. sure. So I'm just like, so I had about 20 minutes notice before I had to go up and do it. <clears throat> wow. But I've been like, I can talk out the arse. Like I know how to talk. And so I wasn't, I was a little nervous, but like, to me, it was just really exciting. So yeah, I got up there and I, and I did it and it went, I mean, you've seen it. I filmed it. Yeah. You've seen it, James. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, you know, what did you, what did you think? I thought it was oh, great. I think it went pretty to well. Me, saying I was funny to me, I can't say that. You know, <laughs> no, it was good though. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, because I, you because it cut off the last like what did you say like forty five seconds 45, of it. Yeah, my mate I was disappointed. Up. I was like, ah, oh, I wanted to see the like the ending. I wanted to see like what where you were going with that last bit. But it was good, yeah. Yeah, I I felt enjoyed really it. good about it. I had a lot of fun, and I wanted to upload it, but because there's no ending, it'd just be t- annoying. One day, yeah. like I'll keep filming him, trying to make it better, and I'm gonna keep doing it because I had a great time. Great crowd there as well, so it was it was just fun, and um, you know I loved being on stage because I'm a fucking narcissist and I love being the center of attention, um, so <laughs> it worked well. It worked very well. That's good. Uh, but so that happened this week. But last night, you, some of you might have seen uh, the tweet I put out that moment when you live a Tyler's tales. Oh yeah, I saw. Um, <laughs> fuck, this is. The funniest thing, that, yet the weirdest and creepiest thing that's ever happened to me at a tram stop in Melbourne. I've t- told plenty of public transport stories here, like the homeless Bruno Mars on the train, who w- ultimate wingmaned me, the lady that gave me lollies. Oh, that was fantastic, that one. Um, that I almost ate live on air <laughs> on the podcast. Um, it's not like Play-Doh, it's just the wrong <laughs> Um, this one was weird. So I had dinner um, with one of my friends, one of my best friends last night. I've talked about him before. He's a flight attendant. So he just had an overnight in Melbourne last night. So he shot me a message. He's like, I'm here. I'm going to be here tomorrow overnight. And you want to grab dinner? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Awesome. So 
we went out, grabbed a bite, and then we were on. Oh, excuse me. On the way back to tram stop, get to the tram stop, and <laughs> there's this. So two old, two older ladies, like mid fifties, I'd say, mm-hmm. and they they were they were there with. Their their daughter three there was three younger girls my probably like in their tw- early twenties so my age, mm-hmm. and uh, their daughters were some of them were alright looking like I was like oh good looking girls but uh, the old, old ladies were a bit, bit on the bigger side um, and you know fifties you know so and they but they're drunk as fuck like these 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 mothers okay. they they've clearly had a good night and they're trying to get the group to sing. And stuff like um, they're like, oh, sing, 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 and and they turn, and one of them turns around to me and goes, "Do you want us to sing for you guys?" And I just go, "Yep, that'd be awesome. I'd love to see this." And um, and and she goes, "Oh, see, they want to see." They turn, she's turning to her daughter, and they're just like head down in shame, <laughs> and. And uh, she just goes, oh, they don't want to sing. I'll sing with you guys. I'm like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have interacted. Like, that was a big mistake <laughs> I clearly made. Because there's, I don't know, 50 people at this tram stop. Like, it's the middle of the CBD of Melbourne. Like, there's a lot of people around. And it's a Saturday night. So there's a lot of people there. And this lady comes up to me and goes, I only know, but it has to be like 80s. So I'm like, oh, Billy Joel. And she's like, I love Billy Joel. I'm like, of course you do. Everyone loves Billy Joel. <laughs> if you if you were like 80s music. And I just go, uh-huh. And she's like, oh, my phone doesn't work. You guys need to look up lyrics. What song? What song? I'm like, oh, God, is she serious? Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, God. Um, and my mate gets his phone out. And he's like, here's, um, what, what's, um, Uptown Girl. And... She grabs his phone and just starts blaring, Uptown Girl! Like, in front of everyone, like, really loud. And she's like, come on, guys, you gotta sing with me. You gotta sing with me. And I'm like... What the fuck? And I am fucking laughing hysterically. Now, this is where it gets weird. Now, the thing is, you know, old ladies think they can just be bet, like, hug up to gay guys when they're walking down the street. Now, my best friend's gay... And he, he looks like a, you know, he looks like a gay guy. So when we go out, most people think, well, like, you know, gay guys, they wear makeup. They, you know, it's, you know, when you're like, oh, you know, he's, he's probably gay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's whatever. He's my best mate. I don't care. And, um, so whenever we go out together, most people think we're a couple, which I think is awesome. (laughs) I think it's amazing. I couldn't care less. That's Um, so random though. What do you mean? So random. I don't know. It just is. It's just like... I don't know. <laughs> it's just funny. And um, yeah, so she's just like this fifty-five-year-old lady grinding up on me, sing, trying to sing a duet with me. What the fuck? And I am fucking traumatized, man. Like you don't understand how traumatic this shit was. <laughs> and and uh, she's like trying to gr- get uncomfortably close to me. And uh, and uh, and James is sitting there laughing, egging her on, and I'm trying, like, I'm like, she's like, sing, 
pushing me up to me and stuff. I'm like, I'm fucking head down in shame yet crying with laughter hysterically. Um, (laughs) And, oh God. And I'm trying to like survive this onslaught of singing. And, um, and I'd like, she just goes, how old are you guys? And I'm like, oh fuck, this bit old bitches want some young meat. Like this, (laughs) what the fuck's going on? I started to get very worried. Um, and, (laughs) and, uh, geez, I've lost, yeah, it just was, it was very uncomfortable. And I, and I just go, I'm 20. She's like, oh, that's my, she seemed disappointed. And I'm like, and I was like, I was about to go hold, hold my mate's hand and be like, oh, sorry, I'm gay. Like, (laughs) you know, I was, I was trying to get out of this, but then I think to myself, she'll probably think that's, it'll then it's okay to keep grinding up on me. So I didn't do that because I'm like, that would probably egg her on more to think, we're gay, we'll have a great time. Let's dance. <laughs> Fuck off. You know, so I'm like, I'm sitting there like, oh God, oh God. And then the tram shows up and she's like, oh, there's our tram. I, this Is this your tram, guys? James doesn't know Melbourne. So he, goes, he looks at me and goes, is this our tram, man? And I'm like, <laughs> nah, dude. Nah, James, this isn't, this isn't our tram. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, fair enough. And um, <laughs> and they get on, and she's like, "I'll see you, boys." And everyone's looking at us. Like she's been singing so, like everyone's looking at us, in the middle of this in the street, and they jump on the tram. And James goes, "So what tram? Um, what tram are we supposed to get on, man?" And I go, "Yeah, oh, that one." But uh, he's like, "Well, why not?" She was funny, and I'm like, "Hey, man, she wasn't grinding up on you. She was grinding <laughs> up on me." And he's like, "Yeah, fair enough." And I'm like dude that was uncomfortable like that, i was so it was funny and her daughter as i left her daughter turned around and goes i am so sorry and i just yelled back i'm gonna be honest that was the funniest thing that's ever happened to me in public and then they <laughs> laughed and walked off but i was just being polite because that was uncomfortable oh, wow. but it was also hilarious it was funny but it was very uncomfortable but yeah I, yeah that was oh wow that was that story that happened to me last night how was your Saturday night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. What are people she, saying about she this? Wanted, she wanted the solid two inches. <laughs> Tyler is a homosexual confirmed. So, you, got, you, you fuckers got a problem with me being gay? <laughs> you got a problem with that? I certainly don't. I could still kick the shit out of all of you. <laughs> oh, don't hurt me, fantastic. guys. Don't hurt me with your words. <laughs> she wanted the dynamite. Tell you what, at that moment, I was like, I wish I was gay, I wish I was gay, I wish I was gay. That was like all that was going through my head. Like, this is too comfortable right now. <laughs> oh, wow. That was beautiful. Yeah. That it wasn't was a long one, fabulous. but it was uh, It was good. It was, it was a good one. <laughs> that was a oh, good one. Um, Melbourne Public Transport just never disappoints me. That's yeah. For sure. Every time you get, you get Bruno Mars methed up Bruno Mars, you get the lollipop woman. Didn't she also give you a calendar of, like, birds or something? She did give me an Australian bird calendar of 2016, and I gave it to my work colleague, and he gave it to his (laughs) daughter because she likes birds, so... That's the best! Why did she give you a calendar? She wasn't all there, man. She had a lot of those. She goes, it's okay, I have, like, five. And she opened a bag, she has, like, (laughs) solidly seven or eight bird calendars. (laughs) (laughs) 
like with like Pokemon cards or something where you've like you get like one that you've got, got already. You're like, oh, don't worry, I've got like five of these ones. You can have it. <laughs> Bird calendars. Yeah. Jesus, what the fuck? Fuck, I love my country. <laughs> you drink a lot, and that's pretty clear. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, Tal has an interesting life. <laughs> <laughs> it's where the series came from. Yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, I do shit. And weird shit happens. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. You know, when someone tells me, you know, um, when someone, when someone tells me you don't need alcohol to have fun, I say, yes, you do. Um, you don't need, look, you don't need it to have fun, but you need it to have more fun and have interesting stories at the very least. You always have an interesting story. Boy. Why didn't those girls stop her, Tyler? Um, well, I don't know, to be honest. I think because they thought we were enjoying it, because I was, tr- <laughs> I was, like, for me, I was trying to laugh along and try to not be rude, even though I was uncomfortable. And I think, you know, again, they just thought we were a fun-loving gay couple that was, uh, you know, was up for whatever. And I'm like, yeah, not really the case, though. Um, <laughs> super weird. We were just oh. laughing out of politeness, and I'm like, that was... I got very uncomfortable very quickly. But um, shout out to that old bird for uh, for having fun. Always have fun, no matter what your age. So good on it. Um, yeah. Look, it was weird. It was a weird moment. I, f- I felt weird telling the story. It was a weird moment. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay. Tyler, you will be very comfortable when you see my stick. What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um, what does that mean? Oh, uh, is it because I'm gay? Uh, thanks. I'm so confused. Tyler, can you be my father? Tyler, Ethan. Can you... Look, I'm, I'd be happy to. <laughs> <laughs> I'd teach you the ways. I'll oh, adopt God. You. But I, like by it. the way, ladies out there, I am straight. But, uh, um, but well, I'm, that's uh, the first uh, I'm hearing of that. Yeah. <laughs> Dis- disappointed. Um, oh, that's funny. Okay, so what were we d- uh, t- top top fives? Oh, top fives. Yes, of course. Top um, fives. Well, let's just fly the list. Love your stories, Tyler. You're still my inspiration. Fuck. Love you. BQ always makes me feel good about myself. Got BQ overlord. Um. So top fives this week. Uh, yes. Is top five Ezio moments. Ooh. Top I've been thinking, five Ezio moments. I've had this one for the last three weeks. Like as soon as we finished our last podcast, I had it, and I'm like, God damn, I want to do this right now. So I've been thinking about this for a while. Oh snap! I've had the past. You told me before the podcast, so I've had the past hour and a half, around about, to be thinking some stuff. I haven't thought of anything though. So I've had three weeks thinking about it. I haven't thought of one thing. But I've, I've, I've got some ideas. Of yep. what I'm gonna say. So I mean, obviously, we don't have, we don't have to do them in order because it's difficult to do an order on the spot. Of course, just top but five. Top no five Ezio moments. Okay, so one of the top five Ezio moments has got to be uh, in Assassin's Creed Two when he assassinates Uberto, um, and then after he's done, because Uberto's like, you would have done the same thing to save the ones you loved, and he's like, yeah, I would, and I have, and that's amazing. And then he like gets up and he's like the like shouting like the auditory, I'm not dead. I just love that scene. I think that's amazing. Um, that's yep. that's great. 
Um, I think some other ones. What else we got? Um, Revelations. Um, the let me think. Revelations. Oh, I don't love Revelations. Um, when you assassinate, what's his name? The first guy you assassinate, the bald dude. I forget his name. Leandros. Um, and he does the whole Requiem game, Pache Bastardo thing. I love that. That's like oh, just yeah. a, just a great like just bit right there. Um, That's a good one. Yep. Um, oh, the scene. Uh, like Hipso and Jamie just said it. Um, the scene when after Yusuf dies and Ezio gives that speech, and he's like he finishes it off with let's show, show him, what, him it means. what it means. Yeah. To cross the assassins. I love that. That's that's a great that's a great bit. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? I'm trying to think if Brotherhood has any, but I can't think we of talk, any. We, talk, like... we talked about one in the last episode that inspired this. It was when we were talking about soundtracks, and you have the um, mm-hmm. um, Four Lee one, which oh, is when he yeah. does the speech at yes, the end of definitely. Bonfire of the Vanities. Oh, how could I forget that? That's one of my favorite SEO moments. That could possibly be like the best one. I that love inspired that one. the topic. That is one that I definitely love. Yeah, that would go on the list. And then. One more for the complete five. Um, hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one for Brotherhood because I want to. I want to make even, but I can't think of any for Brotherhood that he does. Like, w- <clears throat> um, hmm. Oh, okay. I got. Can I suggest for Brotherhood just to Go give ahead. you a nudge, nudge? You've got things like, even though it's not in Brotherhood timeline, you got the Christina missions. Ooh. And yeah. you also have things like it's not as much like epic moments, but it's like um, I feel like some of the Leonardo stuff is really in- cool, like just some really cool stuff. Mm. Um, and there's a few like I had one for Brotherhood. Uh, I felt like the hmm, you're right. <laughs> like, <laughs> hang on. What? I don't know. Yeah. I don't, Ooh. Uh, Kennedy just said one. Um, in Brotherhood, in the Da Vinci Disappearance DLC, when you encounter Duccio, and he makes a comment about Claudia working in the brothel, and Ezio oh, just like totally. punches him straight in the face and like knocks him oh, over. That is brilliant. one of the one of the best Ezio moments. I love that. It's amazing. Yeah, I agree. Fucking love it. Loved, loved when he punched each other in the face. It was funny. It was entertaining. It was classic Ezio, and it was just like fuck yeah, fuck fuck Duccio. Just great. Fuck yeah, him right great. in the ass. Fuck him right there. That'd be my Solid. list somewhat. And also, I that reminded in Cole just said Insieme per la Vittoria, which Ooh, to yeah. me reminds me of when the all the assassins gather at once at the end uh, at the yeah, gates of Rome yeah. to fight Cesare. And you have like Claudia is there as a master assassin, and um, you know Ezio, all the guys are there, and, and they all raise their swords, and then you bring all your assassins in if oh, you want, and so then you have good. this big assassins versus Templars battles at the gates of Rome. That's got to be there. That's an amazing. Ah, oh, that's fantastic. Because it's oh, not just God. even a scene; it's also you get to play that moment. Mm. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Another one that I like is when Ezio has this kind of realization of what's going on with the pieces of Eden in Venice. Like, um, he's sitting with Rosa. It's like his birthday or something. Oh, yeah, and he talks to D- yeah. Leonardo. Leonardo comes along and he tells him stuff and he, like, has this realization of, like, what Mario was trying to teach him and everything, like, about the staff and the apple and why the Templars did what they did. And he kind of realizes everything and it's like, holy shit, it's so cool. And then you, like, go and you track down the apple and everything. I love that bit. That bit's great. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. I just, fuck, there's so many good ones. Like, this is not a top five. This is just best Ezio moments. <laughs> yeah, we, we've we lost the top five at this point. <laughs> we've already gone past, like, ten. Yeah, um, there's too many. There's, but that's why we love him. Like, I couldn't come up with the top five best... Top five Connor moments. I couldn't come up with where one. Is Charles um, Lee? Uh, I couldn't come up Charles with the top Lee? five... It'd be tough to... I could come up with the top five Edward, maybe, but it wouldn't be, like... No, there wouldn't be five as good as 20 Ezio moments would be. You know what I mean? There'd be yeah. five cool moments, some really good, but mm. you've got like 20 solid Ezio moments. You did get mm. three games, to be fair, to the other characters. But, yeah. uh, you know, like you have... For me, I loved... Just when he puts on the robes for the first time. Oh, at yeah. the start of AC2. Like they copied that animation oh. for Liberation. Like, the exact scene where Ezio puts his robes on, they took that and used the exact same animation and everything, but for Aveline putting her robes on in Liberation, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. This is... I thought of this. This is something I actually thought of. My favourite... There's two favourite moments I have. I'm about to say Hang on. Oh, God, this is coming out. Okay. Uh, it's not there. Um... <laughs> Muted the mic, so it didn't fucking destroy my mic. Um, <laughs> so th- it's the moment I fell in love with Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. and I remember it so well because it's still one of my favorite moments. And it's so early in the game that no one—you shouldn't just fall in love with the game that quickly. But I was like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest game of all fucking time." Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Two. And I'm, and you got. You, I know what you're gonna say. You know exactly what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I know. It is when he goes, <clears throat> and um, this is a great life we live. The best may it never change. May it never change us. Title opens for Assassin's the Creed best. Two. Ezio's family plays. Love fucking that. fell oh. in love with that shit instantly. Oh, it gives me shivers every single time. I love that bit. Like that. I agree. That's the. That's when it. When I. When I. When that bit happened in Assassin's Creed Two. I think that's when I realised that I was like playing an amazing. Like, I was special. like, "This, this is gonna be good." I was like, "This is just gonna be amazing." Like, I can't wait. Like, I can still remember because I think that's that's one point. There's there's certain points in games, um, and I think that's one in Assassin's Creed Two where you you can remember what it was like for the first time every time you play it, and yeah, like you, you you whenever you see that bit or play through that bit, it's Magic. like oh, I just like everything comes back like the nostalgia and everything. It's like this. I ah, that's yeah, that scene is amazing. It's, it is, yeah, that gets me. And it, it still has the magic there. It still has just that mm. little bit of magic there. Every time you play it, doesn't matter if it's 10 times, 20 times, it's it's still there, that little bit that reminds you of, wow, this is what it felt like mm. for the first time. I knew as soon as I saw it, I was like, I'm playing something so special right now. I just All knew right. it was so special um, as soon as I played it. And saw that scene. Another one of my favorite moments of all time is has to be the ending of Revelations. Yeah, definitely. And the speech that Chio gave, and I'm like crying like a bitch. <laughs> um, so that was amazing. That's a that's got to be a you know one of the best moments where he just realizes everything we know. He's like, I'm like, oh, this way it's here so special, not just because of what he did, but he's the only one that got it. He got mm. the. He was pl- what role he was playing. He got that it wasn't just about him. There's just this big role, and he realized 
his bigger role, he just had such a mind. It was so clear that his mind goes forward beyond himself. You know, mm. us as people are so selfish that we're like, who cares? We don't really think about what life would be like after we're gone that much because who fucking cares? And we think it's all about us, even, the, you know, not all, not all the time. I'm just saying, like, in general, we can just mm. be really selfish and think selfishly. He was just, he got it. He just got it. I oh, know, that was great. I love the bit yeah. when he first walks into Altair's library and he's like, no books, no wisdom, and it's just Altair there, like, on the chair. I love that bit. Yeah, and he just goes in pace Altair. I was like, oh, oh. God, well, I never thought I'd hear that. Best. The be- oh. He's just the best character. Like, so he's great. just the best. He's fantastic. Give me characters that have moments like this, this many moments like this. You know, who was, I don't know who was saying, was it, oh yeah, I can't remember who was saying before. Amir. Yeah, Amir, that people were better than Etsy. I'm like, who, what character has these, this much special moments? Like, you just can't deny it for me. Like, it's it's your opinion, but whatever, but don't fucking tell me I'm wrong. When there's, clearly there's a good argument that he's an amazing character. You know, it's just, he he really is incredible. And... Yeah, and I, another one. Forget about embers. That yeah, end monologue is—he oh. was—he was special until the last moment you saw him in Revelations in a game and in Embers when he died. Ezio was just—he's oh, amazing. Yeah. There's no character that's going to come in and top it. It's just no. Nah, there's just, no way. Because it's not going to be like, oh my god, I've fallen in love with it. this. Is a new franchise. Like, it was a new feeling the Etsy trilogy gave you with the game because it was a new game you'd never played before really like that felt different from one and you can't recreate something that special you know when this franchise has gone on this long there's never going to be a time where you re fall in love in that way mm. just it just can't happen yeah <clears throat> you know so it's one of those things ever there's so many countless special moments of yeah. humorous of the Christina missions and Brotherhood are amazing they're emotional in so many different ways. Mm. I love that Whoever... scene, uh, the one of the Christina missions where Christina's with someone else and Ezio, like he's he's what is he he like gambles or something, and Ezio goes and like finds him and he grabs him and like saves him, and then he like pushes him up against a wall and he's like, you better make sure that you like treat her right and everything. I yeah. love that. That's great. Yeah, that's I agree. I was just thinking of that scene. I was the, all those missions are great. They're so well written um, <clears throat> and super emotional and you got another, you already had so many layers to Ezio and that just added that extra one that you're like, oh, fuck's sake, as if I wasn't balls deep enough in my Ezio love. You know, it's just, um, he's just amazing. Those, yeah. Fat, 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 <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, that was a, yeah, it's, it's tough to do just five moments i got 20 that i love and couldn't just even great. order yeah there's no way of ordering those it just oh, Ezio has too many great moments so much fapping <laughs> <laughs> oh it's great it's great speaking of to move on from top fives mm-hmm. are you happy with the amount we've put in for Ezio moments do you have more i don't know there's just so many like Certainly, some I'm sure we've missed a couple, but like we've got a lot. Yeah, there's a there's a lot there. 
there's so many there's probably so many we've missed and like i'll play assassin's creed like the Ezio trilogy and i'll go through it and i'll be like ah oh, that one like i forgot about it there's just so so many it's it's so great yeah yeah i know i agree um i think <clears throat> yeah so just think in terms of assassin's creed there's something that links to assassin's creed a lot which is um ancestry mm-hmm. and ancestors and um i was in brisbane a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. back home at my parents place and cuz my parents are it's they're both turning 50 this year so mm-hmm. they're going to paris in middle of the year sometime so i got up there and my mum was just super excited to show me the itinerary of their trip and stuff and what they're doing and everything so i'm sitting there and somehow we got onto the conversation of because I wanted to, I'm like, I don't really know besides Australia and my dad's from New Zealand. Um, mm. And even then his mother was Australian and his father's Kiwi. Like, I don't really know how far back my ancestry goes. I just assume, like, I know there's, you know, English in there. But I was mm. curious and my grandfather, who's a huge history buff like myself, um, and he's one of my heroes, he... Mm taught me so and the reason I love history so much is because of him and it, yeah. he taught me a lot and he made before he died a huge family tree that mm. I'd, I'd looked at but I hadn't looked at so I wanted to bring up and I'd love to hear other people just talk about if they know like how far back they know their ancestry goes and like what what were some of the interesting places because I was like am I just like white as fuck like just English that's it like you know what I mean like how um is mine interesting so mm-hmm. i was I, I, personally when i was looking through that i found some interesting stuff definitely i don't know about my father's side um i haven't really looked into that cuz his family's fucking whatever and um they're hard to trace but they're also weird <laughs> not that interested in their family history, to be honest. Um, but my mother's side super interesting. And I looked through this family tree, and thanks to Go- the modern technologies of Google, I could go back even further. I-, I think my grandfather knew how far back this went, but he didn't write at all that mm-hmm. I saw. because. But he, he knew where it was from, but he just didn't write it. So I was able to Google about things he wrote about and kind of discover things. Now, I am white as fuck. I did find out, like... <laughs> All my family, you know, came to Australia very early on all sides, Um, you know, early, you know, early settlers and all lived in the state of Victoria where where I'm now, not where I grew up in Queensland, but all from the state of Victoria around Melbourne. And I've got my my great, great, great grandfather buried near, near here. And some of them worked in the suburb I worked. Like, it's super creepy Mm -hmm. discovering some of this stuff. And then I go back further and I definitely have some, like, English blood in there, but I have, like, a lot of Irish. Like, a fuckload of Irish blood. Mm-hmm. I think I went back over a thousand years of Irish blood. Yeah. Um, one family was... What were they? They were... I'm going to look them up. It was the Butlers, and they were linked to... I don't uh, They were... The Butler... I googled them. The Butler Dynasty... So it refers to several branches of the Butler family, Irish, that has its origins 
in the Hiberno-Norman and Cambro-Norman family that participated in the Norman invasion of Ireland in the 12th century. Variant spellings include, and they had they were the first like Baron Butlers, and then it was Theobald Walter, who was was mm-hmm. the first Baron Butler of Ireland, and then his last name was changed to just Butler from there, and they it just went on and on and on, wow. and that was like in the 1100s. Jesus. So I went back, and that's how far I knew. So I've got that's the Irish line I know of, and then even. The, not on the butler side, but just in general, like all my family lines have a, quite a lot of Irish. English and Irish, but probably more Irish than English. Mm-hmm. But they go back a while. And even funny enough, because I looked up my last name, and on my father's side, I don't know whether I'm related to them, one of the first people was involved in the Third Crusade oh, in, 11, in 1191, <gasps> saved the life of King Richard in Acre. What? What? What yeah. the shit? What the yeah, shit? I was, I was like, what oh. the shit? I was like, I was like, fuck. I was like, oh shit. I was like, oh my god. You are I don't know if I'm confirmed. Related. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if that's, um, so that's like an English thought. I don't know if that's, um, I'm related, but it's of my last name. That's the first known record of that last name. Mm. And I know that side has some English, and I also have some French as well, I think, on that side somewhere, a little bit of French. Um, I think my great-grandmother on my father's side was French. But, yeah, that was crazy to read. Um, Whoa. Because I'm not... Yeah, that's, it was... That's so cool. I, I that's know, amazing. Right? That was Jesus. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that was... So um, Tyler equals Altair's ancestor. I think that'd be the <laughs> other way around. Altair equals Tyler's ancestor. How cool is that, though? That's like amazing. I read that. that was interesting. So I kind of want to look at my father's side now after reading that. But, um, <laughs> but my mother's side, I just thought, I didn't know how. I didn't expect to get back further than like the 1600s. My my grandfather went back to the 1500s, and he wrote on there, the Butler. This side is related to the Butler dynasty, and the last Butler that I was related to, I think, was my great great grandmother, mm-hmm. and she was in Australia. Like she was the daughter, one of the first or second generations that lived in Australia, and then she married off and lost okay. the butler name. So, but I have a lot of Irish okay. in me, and that's what I'm like, oh, okay. That, that to me, I didn't know, I thought just English, but it's more Irish by the sounds of it, and at least that I can go back really far with Irish. I don't know how English I am, if that makes sense. But the name on my mother's side goes back all the way to, like, Parts of like Germany and Belgium, and you know, like the mm. Europe and Northern Europe or East, yeah, yeah, yeah. So interesting. Um, yeah, that's that's. I see. I'd love to be able to know the same for me. I'm just too lazy, so it's never gonna happen. But it'd be interesting. Yeah, it's it. I want to go back further and really know things. But it was crazy. Like my grandfather had wedding certificates from mm-hmm. um, in London and stuff of like the when the Irish and English side kind of came together and they moved to Australia. One of them. So I had marriage certificates from the eight. I have marriage certificates from the eighteen hundreds and stuff and really early eighteen hundreds, late seventeen hundreds and stuff like that. And birth certificates and like he had he found so much. So I'm. Wow. I don't. I want to do a trip to England and Ireland, 
where I just get to go to the places my family's from. That's cool. Um, that sounds pretty damn cool. So that would be really interesting to have my own Assassin's yeah. Creed journey that's real and personal. <laughs> but like, cool. I just want to bring that up because I've been reading, I have been reading all these comments because some people have some interesting ones. And so, what, what, do you know how far you just English as fuck? Like, no idea. I have you don't know no at idea. all. No, I don't. I don't know. Past like my grandparents, I have no idea. Really? Yeah, I've never you, bothered. Not once, not nah. once asked. Are we just nah. English? No, nah. it never, it never, it never came into my mind. Like it was never something that I thought about, so I never really cared. I mean, to be, be fair, interesting, though, you're, but it, you're yeah. also from England, which is an old fucking country, whereas yeah. I'm from Australia, that's two hundred years old. Yeah, so I'd, I'd assume that I'm two hundred rather English. Yeah, maybe See, slightly Irish, but I'd say yeah. some somewhat English mostly. Yeah, yeah. See, for me, I'd it's it, it's something as an Australian that has to come up because at some point in a recent history, your family settled in this country. Mm. Like it's not like um, you would have a thousand years in the country I'm in right now. So I'm not really that interested. I don't think about it. Because I'm just like, oh, I'm English, I'm from England, or American, I've been in, oh, well, America's not that old, but, it's, you know, yeah. 500 plus years. Whereas Australia was only settled in 1788, and was only federated in 1901 as a country. Mm. As a country, we're 115 years old. Yeah. You know, so it's very young. So for me, naturally, it's something that comes up. Yeah, so that's yeah. just something I thought because I think about based off Assassin's Creed, ancestry is such a cool thing, and it's something I've always known kind of, but I wanted to know exactly, and I just found some really interesting stuff. So for people that don't know, like you, James, maybe go out and have a look, and you might find something super interesting. Some people I have some cool that. ones, like BQ has someone, Patrick Seamus, oh something or other in the Crusades. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I think Crusades is an interesting time period. Like, there's a lot. Where's people's? I'm trying to re go back and read. Someone has an Italian one. I wish I had an Italian ancestor. That'd be fucking awesome. That'd be great. Um, it'd be interesting. I just think it's super interesting. One of my ancestors yeah. wrote a famous, very famous book back in 1500s. Don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Look into it. I, I'd like to know. I just would like to know. That'd be interesting. Wouldn't an animus be cool though? Like a real life animus. Well, it's so interesting. Out of, it's not out of the realm of possibility not to have an animus, but to be able to um, read our DNA. Because mm. I, I think that I don't think it's impossible to think that memories are locked away in our DNA. Because we're still yeah, understanding DNA and the fact that DNA, everything we see and do, in some way, say, or form, is recorded into our brain. Hmm. Whether we remember it or not, it's in the brain somewhere, subconsciously. Yeah. And it's recorded somewhere. And that DNA is passed on. Is is it if it's recorded in our DNA, it's not unlikely to think and I think there's something that is a thing that we have ancestor DNA and memories. Or it's possible that we could that they have memories in there if they can discover how to read just memories of a person right now. Like to read my old memories from me. Yeah. They could then kind of like it's a lot very very long way off yeah but, but it, it, yeah, it's, it's a, a thing it's a possibility like in the in the future somewhere it could be a thing that could definitely happen like it'd be cool it'd be really great like think how interesting that would be and how much you could like learn if if it were possible to be able to do those kinds of things like oh exactly it'd be great oh, exactly like 
we'd really know the truth about so many questions. It'd be amazing. Like someone surely related to, like someone who saw like Jesus or Muhammad or you know Noah or not Noah, but like fucking Abraham or something. Or like shit. George you know Bush I mean? on the eleventh uh, September two thousand one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. If it, let's say Noah lives an inside job, as you suggested. <laughs> I don't think George Bush knew shit because I think he's a fucking retard. <laughs> don't think he was there either. It wasn't like there. He wasn't like he wasn't like pushing like the detonate button. I really feel like he was not smart enough to mastermind anything like that. <laughs> I'm sure you know. Like, let's just face that. <laughs> face facts here. Uh. Oh, classic. Yeah, I just thought that was an interesting topic to bring up. Yeah, it is. I did actually. I think I did try some. Like when I was younger, I tried to kind of like look into that stuff but it's difficult especially because i was young so it was like i couldn't i was probably like yeah i don't know what the fuck i'm doing but yeah so i don't really know much but yeah it's it's interesting hmm did the cold die tyler <laughs> Tyler. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, I'm here. What happened? Oh god, I was talking for a while. I muted what my happened? mic because I'm eating. I forgot okay. to unmute it when I started talking. God damn it! Okay. Um, what did you Jesus say? I, I I was just saying, I'm just I want to go back even further and just see different lines. Like, am I related mm. to anything else that's interesting? Like, because I'm just white as fuck. Like, that's really my ancestors were Vikings that just ate other people. Like, that's just like, I can't be any whiter. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, I want something exotic, Italian, Spanish, you know? Yeah. Roman, Egyptian. No, I have nothing like that. Mm. Tyler, I just realized my ancestor in the Crusades went rogue from duty. I hope he didn't assassinate your ancestor. I'm sorry if he did. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if he did. I'm here. He obviously reproduced on time. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> on time? Uh I speak Polish, but not Hebrew, so every time I speak to my grandparents, they speak with Hebrew expletives. They hate me. <laughs> Your grandparents hate you. I feel sorry for you, bro. I'm so confused, though. What? <laughs> what about AC Vive in Slovakia? In Czechoslovakia? I'm good. Yeah, I prefer think... not. AC5? What if we get an AC5? Um, Whatever. I don't think that's gonna happen, but you know, cool. What if we did though? <laughs> what if we did? What if what if the like, what if they rename Empire to be AC Five? It wouldn't really make much sense. Why? So we had four, and then we had Unity, Rogue, and Syndicate. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, I mean, we had Brotherhood Revelations before AC Three. Yeah, but they were one. Yeah, they were one. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense anymore of what sense, numbers mean. But like, numbers don't. Know, make maybe sense. maybe the numbers. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They represent cycles now, not characters. Like they're just changing it. It doesn't make. Sense. It's just getting ridiculous. Just get rid of the numbers now. It's I. I like the numbers, but you've confused me now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. What's another topic? Um. Okay. So this is something that's come up is something motivation. Okay. Something Indeed. that's come up a bit over the past number of weeks. Um. It's something that, it's very important, motivation to do anything in your life. Mm. Um, 
YouTube for us or something or, you know, to do fucking school or study or work or a new goal or skill, whatever. I mean, if, if the topic I brought up from Ethan first. Yeah. And hearing Ethan talk about his motivation with YouTube and it's and he's losing it for various reasons. Um, and I, I read the comments and other people talked about either motivation loss, trying to help him out, or for them personally, other people have... Mm. Um, problems with yeah their motivation for whatever reason and like for us with youtube it can be from i don't know not getting subscribers or people not watching your content that you think it deserves like it all happens to all of us and you know i mean if for just specifically ethan you know i talked to him privately about stuff but i mean i wanted to just talk about in general for because yeah. it's not just in Ethan's situation but even outside Ethan's situation ways that can um, help with motivation or things that can just, I don't know, what do you do, James? When you're not motivated, how, what do you do to keep yourself motivated to really stay working hard and to have the work ethic you do? Well, what I do is I turn on the Xbox, I put in Assassin's Creed Unity, put in a couple of hours of gameplay, and I'm good to go. Uh, no, what... Hmm. What do I do? I don't know. Because it happens every so often. Like, I suppose it was a lot of 2015 after Unity and everything. I kind of felt like, ugh, I can't be bothered. Because, I mean, the whole of 2014, I, like, my channel, like, talking, like, in terms of my channel, my channel went from, like, 1,000 subscribers to, like, 9,000. And then in 2015, it went from, like, 9,000 to, like, 11,000. And it's just kind of like, it's like, uh, it's just, it, un like, it doesn't give you motivation when things like that happen. And... I don't know what I do. I guess eventually it just happens. I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm motivated. Let's do this. But I guess I kind of think about back when I had like a thousand subscribers or whatever, and like the views and what I got then, and how much better it is now and everything. And it's kind of like, well, I shouldn't not be motivated because I've got like I've got a lot of like support and everything, and like people here, and everyone like loves my content and stuff, and it's just great. So it's like, you know what? Let's just make content and just do it and you know, I'll get something good out of it, so, I don't know, I suppose that's what I do, like, streaming always helps, because there's people actually interacting with you at the time, and it's like, oh yeah, I've got all these people, this is really cool, and, I don't know, yeah, I don't have, a, I don't necessarily have a set thing I do to regain motivation, but, do you feel like, though, as well, doing things, just even, because things in your life, yeah, that can help with YouTube, like, because the thing is, like you said, if you lose motivation on YouTube, you do this and that, but do you find also that by just having a healthy, doing other things in your life then helps YouTube indirectly? Mm, possibly. If that makes sense? Yeah, like you, I think so. Maybe. Uh, hmm. So having healthy, I don't know, relationships or doing something different can help you keep motivated in life? Because it's not just about being motivated, particularly yeah. for YouTube, but you keep motivated in life and that then helps YouTube, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess. Just if, mm, I don't know. No, I don't I know. I feel like it's important to talk about because for me, I there's a lot of things. There's a lot of lot of things that I do, and things can be, and it's so easy to just, and it's even partly like, you know, motivation. Like a motivation can be parts of things like I don't know. I don't get too dark or whatever, but things like depression can come out of lack of motivation. Or just being just being a bit down a bit, mm. and there's a lot of ways to 
not prevent it, but to just help work through things like that. And I feel like it's important to talk about because just watching Ethan made me feel bad. Like, I was like, you know, he's my friend. I don't want him. And this isn't specifically about Ethan's situation because to me it's overall. Yeah. But it it was something that made me think a lot about, well, how do I stay motivated? Or um, how do I keep motivated? And how do I stay positive? And how do I keep, um, you know, driven with things? And, you know, Ethan just goes, oh, I don't cut myself up. <laughs> no, I, I know. I'm not talking about you particularly. I'm just saying you brought up the topic in my head because there are people that, that I'm sure listen to this and have at some point been depressed. I've been depressed in my life. It's happened. You know, I've had people close to me be depressed and still are. You know, it's something, but it's about, I think, doing things in life, keeping a healthy lifestyle. And that, I'm talking about your personal relationships with other people. It can be doing a fucking skill. It can be exercising, eating better. Just little things in life help you with every other aspect of it. If you have good friends that are good people, every other aspect of your life gets better. And that includes me with YouTube. Like I do it help I have I enjoy going to work better if I'm enjoying YouTube and I'm enjoying my friends and I'm enjoying university and things like learning a new skill like doing stand-up comedy. When I want to do something, I fucking do it if that make like I've always been a driven person. Even mm -hmm. when I've gone through tough times th that I haven't been motivated or I've been a little down, like I had one a time a couple of years ago, I was really it was the, the toughest time for me because I've never been mentally, you know, drained like I was. But through the last year, I you know when before I graduated high school, I said to my parents, I'm like I'm moving out when I get out of high school. I'm moving states. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna follow my dreams and do what I want to do. I did that, and that helps motivate. When you accomplish something. It just helps your mm. you mentally and it helps with every aspect of your life. When I go to the gym and I exercise, it's something little, but it just mentally helps you. Hanging out with friends, like as much as I love YouTube and I love all the people interacting with you do need to keep the balance outside of YouTube and outside of being an on, in an online community, you know, because you you have to be active in your personal life and I think I can get lost on, in online stuff and I think lots of other people can. I just think it is important to put things in perspective that it's not as important and you'll enjoy that thing more if you, I don't know, go learn a skill like a martial art or something. Like I did lot, MMA mm -hmm. last year. I spent a lot of time doing that and that was amazing and that just helped me do other things. It kept, kept me motivated and thinking about YouTube keeps me motivated to go to work. When I'm at work, I think about what videos I'm going to make. Or I think of stand-up comedy routine. Those things keep you motivated, always trying something new, always doing a new thing, or getting excited because I'm going out with friends this weekend. Or I'm going to go to the movies this weekend and see this, or I'm going to do something. I just mm -hmm. think it's important when it comes to motivation to not always put everything on something and always do as much as you can in your outer life. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I agree. Do you, do I think, you agree? Yeah, I think everything you said, I agree with. Because if you're going to spend, like, a lot of time on one thing, you can lose motivation. And then you're like, why am I not motivated? And it's like, I guess you kind of have to do a lot of everything. And you kind of balance it out. And then you're motivated for each individual thing equally. 
like overall like you're just you have motivation for things uh whereas if you kind of exhaust uh one thing then you kind of lose motivation for everything and yeah i guess that's a thing and i don't know how to end this this sentence yeah but like i i agree it's it's about doing the other things and as i'm reading people in the comments saying things like you know depression doesn't always get better i totally understand you know some people will suffer for it forever but it's about um you know it's about doing other things to not let it consume you it might always be there but there are ways to deal with it and everyone's different 100 percent, everyone's different mm -hmm. and i'm not an expert on this in, de in depression you know I don't suffer from it. I've been depressed for a phase of my life, but not bad. You know, my um, personal people in my family went through it. Um, and it's it's not always easy, but there's ways to work through it. And I just think it's important to let people know because I, I don't know. You know, lots of people that listen to this are a lot younger than us or younger than me, like I'm the old fucker or something. Mm -hmm. um, and I've done, I mean, I'm only in my early 20s, but I've done a lot in my life already and I, there's so much more I want to do and I'm a motivated person always have been and it's just the little things that help me do the big things sometimes yeah. and sometimes the big things that help me do the little things you know I like I always like trying stuff something new and you know just stay healthy or trying this new I don't know eating the, this healthy diet or something I don't know it's just one of those things I think is, is helpful and I think people need to remember to keep active and out of life of of whether it be YouTube or if work's really tough to try something different and do other things that can make that better you know mm. I mean I, I do love my job but it's not what I want to do for the rest of my life so mm. I things doing YouTube keeps me fucking sane a lot of the time and sometimes uni can be really annoying and stressful, but doing YouTube or going and doing gym and punching a, a box, like, you know, some mitts, or, you know, get, putting some mitts on and punching a bag can help me feel better. Like, it's just mm -hmm. being active, doing other things. I just think that's important. Something important to talk about sometimes because, yeah, things have got a bit dark and deep, but. Mm. Yeah. I think it's well, important at some point to talk about. Yeah, it's what we do best on KCC. We get dark and deep. Get dark and deep. How much has that ever happened, though? Has that ever happened before? Twice. Twice. I think it's the second time. What was the first time? I'm trying to remember, but I remember you saying it once before, but I can't remember what it was. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, B BQ just said, I lost motivation. And he talked about his parents, and he went. He did a criminology course, but after fuck ups, I changed to design, and I'm already feel more happier. Now that reminds me, because my brother did civil engineering for three years in university, and finished it, and I literally had to sit him down, and I just said to him, "What the fuck are you doing? I know you don't want to do this." He wasn't happy. You, I'm like, you don't love this. You just do it because you think this is what you should be doing. And sometimes you do what you should be doing because you don't think you can do what you really want to do. Oh, that's too far-fetched to do this or it's too far-fetched to do mm. that. There's no re If you don't try, it is too far-fetched because you haven't even given it a go. You know mm. what I mean? And I sat down and I said, dude, I, you know what you want to do. Just do it. 
And now he's doing an animation course. I've never seen him so happy. He's on a second year of animation. I've never fucking seen him so happy. He fucking loves what he does. And I watched him for three years doing shitty hate. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just one of the, and that can help. And him doing something that made him happy, it helps with other things that motivate him. And I also give him a kick up the ass all the time because that's the kind of obnoxious little brother I am. But, <laughs> you know, and you've all seen how he draws. Like, holy fuck. Yeah, you know he's, he's, he's great. Very you can t- see it right there on on um, <laughs> on the thing. That's it. That's it. He's it, it's just one of those things. You always do what you love to do, and it'll it'll make you a happier person. Mm. And even it's like not again, not everyone can do what they want to do for their career for the rest of their life. But it doesn't mean you can't do it in, as a hobby. You know, my my dad has worked full time his whole life. And it's not what he wanted to do, but he does on the side what he wants to do. He always wanted to fly planes. He flies planes on weekends. That's what he does on the weekend. He has his pilot's license. He instructs people and teaches people how to fly. That's not his full-time job, but he does it. Hmm. And that's what keeps him sane. And he's, you know, he's also in the military on the side as an army reserver. And he does, like, that's what helps him. I know that. And, and I respect that you don't always, you aren't always able to do what you want to do. But it doesn't hmm. mean you can't do what you want to do. If that makes sense, <laughs> that just contradicts itself. But you know what I mean. Yeah, that's deep. KCC goes d- d- deep, <laughs> deep inside. Oh God! Deep I do remember when we went deep last time. What was what was when we went deep last time? We talked in the bowels? about I... it was about <laughs> deep in the bowels. Easter egg reference. No um, one knows what that is. <laughs> and so yeah, when when do we? It was when I was talking about I had the... We were talking about sleep paralysis or the dreams, vision dreams. Yeah. And I talked about my grandfather and stuff. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember yeah. now. Yeah, we talked about this. That went deep. That went deep yeah, as... Yeah, it did indeed. Oh! Hey, what's yeah. up, Tyler and Lasers? What's up, Black Panther 57 <laughs> KJM? You're, you're later than Super Rebel. What are you doing? <laughs> Fuck you, go to a therapist or watch Onision, please. Channel what? get the rocking therapist. What's what's going on? I feel like that's a reference or something. Did we miss the not... chat? What's been happening? Chandler, fuck you. Go to a therapist. Chandler Andrews. I love to cut my wrist. Is what I need help. Do. I woke up last night and my wrists were cut. Is that? What? Please. What's... I love to cut my wrists. I feel like I'm not. Maxine, you're not helping. Leave me alone. I'm getting better. Okay, I don't um, know whether this is real, and I don't feel like we're qualified yeah, to be I, talking about this. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to make a snide comment if it is real, but I feel like it's not. Um, because well, if, if it is you, real, I mean, if you really that. feel like that, then I mean, you wouldn't go to Assassin's Creed podcast and start commenting about it. It's random, like yeah, who knows? Well, we are getting deep. Yeah. If I can share, one of your really old ancestor has the last name of is Wellford. That's my Abdul- last name. Yes, it is. We're related, Abdullah. <laughs> We're Somewhere down the line. Somewhere down the line, you're actually related to Abdullah. <laughs> That's fact. Oh, fist, God. Hashtag fist to me, Ethan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus, that's aggressive. God, it's 1.20 a.m. and I have school today. Fuck. It's 1.20 a.m. here too. Um, 2.20 p.m. Uh, here. 1.20am and I have university, my first day back at uni, tomorrow. Oh well, today at 8.30am is my first class. Jesus. So. 
Yeah, it's a cool commitment to the Kill Connor Club. It is. The amount of times you've had to get up at random times for the Kill Connor Club. For 4 a.m. to interview Victoria Atkin, <laughs> no, that's just what I do. That's just what I do. That's how committed I am. Uh, and then there was the the Assassin's Creed reveal back in, uh, like, about a year ago. Oh, when... that was 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah, I slept for, like, two hours and then woke up again. <laughs> Uh, Maxine, God. really? It's 2.20 here. Is that 2.20 p.m. or a.m.? Uh, I'd say it's p.m. because it's the well, same time Well, a.m. It could be me. from New Zealand. Could be. Yep. Possibly. Um. 100, 100% fact. People, the, the, oh, the chat's crazy. Yeah, I have school as well, but I won't miss out on KC, KCC. Never. I love the commitment. <laughs> I, <do laughs> I love well. it. Oh, we've gone through most of the topics. I have one more. Okay. That I feel like it's tough to come go to now, but it'll definitely brighten up the okay. tone of the podcast. Um, Deadpool came out. Yeah. Um, two weeks ago now. Um, obviously we won't spoil it because it came out two weeks ago. We'll give you some time, people, but we'll talk about our thoughts on it. What did you think of Deadpool? It was amazing. Fucking earth it was. It was fucking incredible. It was everything I hoped it'd be. It was just perfect. It was amazing. Oh, yeah, it was. It was top-notch. It was certainly top-notch, Ethan. Um, it was. I feel like it wasn't better than I expected. It was exact. Like, it was literally no more and no less of what I expected. Yeah, I agree. It was exactly what I expected in a, the best way. Yeah. I it laughed the whole fantastic. time. It stayed funny the whole time. It was beautiful. Yeah. Not that it's a movie that matters as spoilers, because what makes it good isn't the story. It's that it's funny, but again, we're not going to spoil anything. Yeah, we're not going like, to spoil things, because if you like mention things that were funny, it's like, oh, this was funny and that was funny, it's like people are going to go watch it if they haven't seen it yet and be like, oh, well, I already knew about that. Like It's like when, when movies make trailers and they spoil all like the funny bits or like dramatic bits in the trailer, and then you watch it and you're like, well, the, the, what's the point? Because it doesn't have a dramatic effect or anything on you. So... I yeah. love Deadpool so much. He's he's a character he's I've amazing. wanted for a long a long time to have a movie. I've always loved yeah. Deadpool. And we don't oh. we don't want to talk about the X Men Origins Wolverine Deadpool. Oh god. And I love Ryan Reynolds. Like sometimes horrendous. I literally am like, is Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool or is Deadpool playing Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> I know. Because you you watch him in interviews. I'm like you. You're not Ryan Reynolds. You are just Deadpool, and Ryan Reynolds is your like human form you have to portray. I know. He's amazing. It's ridiculous. I just watched the movie Waiting that he was in. It's like 2004 movie. He is fucking Deadpool in that too. He's so funny. Ace <laughs> mm. on there was like one joke and I laughed. It was a Professor X joke. He doesn't like it. What the fuck's wrong with you, Ace? It was what? hilarious. The it was amazing. Time, the entire time it was funny. Him jacking off in Crocs and stuff. So I won't draw <laughs> too many jokes, but that fucking lost it with that. Oh, oh, just lost. It's just amazing. <sighs> so funny. Oh, I loved it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, that was a great movie. I'm, ex I'm glad they've greenlit the sequel, and I'm very excited Definitely. for that. Definitely. Which will get a bigger budget. And it's broken so many records, and everyone loves it except Ace, apparently. So you're you're um wrong, wrong. Yep, you're wrong. You either like Deadpool, 
or you're wrong. Um, <laughs> so that's that's we've got that sorted at least. Yeah, no, it was perfect. Ryan Reynolds is the perfect Deadpool. Yeah, definitely. And and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Without spoiling anything, I thought it was a great movie. You know, it wasn't like the oh my god, what an outstanding storyline, but it was a, it mm. hit the mark. It had just enough story and just enough comedy. And the whole cast was great. T.J. Miller and I forget the name of the lady that played the the love interest. Like she was great, and yeah, it was all awesome. Hmm. It was cl- it did feel like it was a low budget superhero movie. Yeah, because yeah, it did. There, there wasn't a lot of locations. If that makes sense, like yeah. there was like overall because there was just flashback and forth a bit. So it was hmm. just a lot of in the same locations for a long periods of time. So you could tell it's like clearly you're trying to make the best movie you can with, you know, a $50 million budget, which is a lot. But when Avengers has like a billion dollar budget, like it's a big difference with that. Yeah. So, but they did an amazing job. And with the sequel, with how much money it's made, like almost $500 million or whatever, or over that now, they're going to get a much bigger budget next time. Yeah, so. definitely. It's going to be even better. It's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be so good. Sometimes really I stretch my foreskin as wide as I can with a pair of tongs. <laughs> what? Is that a Deadpool reference? I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just an interest he has. Um... Oh, wow. that was a great movie. Um, well, that that's my list done. Like, we've gone through... I wow. wasn't sure. Halfway through, I was like, I don't think we're going to finish the list. Like, we've been talking so long, but... This is how good my lists are. We do two and a half hours easily. No, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, t- hang on, Tyler. Did you ever go to hear about the the high school St Bernard's in Victoria? What? I don't know. Hang on. I'm gonna. I'm googling it right now. What does that mean? Is that something? St Bernard's in fucking Geelong. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Tell me. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I thought it was going to be something in- super interesting. And it's, maybe it's um, not. Maybe he's just talking about a high school. Yeah, okay. The, yeah, like, he's just like, did you ever hear about it or, like, know about no, it? No, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not from Geelong. Fucking Geelong. Um, I'm, will there I'm be on a Google swap Maps part? right now because I Googled it. <laughs> um. What's your top six location, six new lo- AC locations in the future? Um, Egypt, ancient Rome, ancient Greece. Hopefully, they're the next three. Yeah, I can't think of six. I don't. I don't know. I mean, what like with like Assassin's Creed? Eventually, they're going to go to a point where they've gone to every location. They just have a bunch of time periods, so they're going to like at some point they're going to start redoing like unless they want to go to really random places that aren't going to be popular at all. Because, I mean, they've done England, America, like, France. I mean, they could go somewhere else in France, I guess, but it'd be... I don't know, it'd be weird. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't... I, I just like where they're going, and I'm going to enjoy this. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this yeah. as much as I can. Like, it'll, even mm. if it's not a good game, at least I can enjoy the lead-up to the game. Oh, yes. I'm going to let myself... I'm just going to let myself get involved in the hype. Yeah. At this point, I don't care. Either I'll have a great hype and have a disappointing game, or I won't get involved in the hype and it'll be really boring, and then I'll play a pretty good game. Like, I 
It's our job know. to cover it, so... We've I'm just going to get involved in the hype. I'm just going to get right into it. Just any information I can, I'm going to make videos on it. So subscribe, and... Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I don't know. I don't know what direction I'm going with the channel anymore in terms of covering Assassin's Creed anymore. Like, yeah, and when I say that, I mean like me. you. The way you make videos is, you know, you cover news as it happens. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna do it that way anymore. Um, because mm -hmm. one, I'm never on time to the news. Oh yeah. Um, unless it's like the confirmation of a game and then I'll talk about it but to me doing Assassin's Creed The Truth is just a way I can talk about things happening and make mm. theory videos and it, again in some ways for me because I'm not like you and can make uber quality mm. news videos in 30 seconds to me for me the best thing for me is either I'm going to make shitty quick videos or quality rarer videos that I get get more views and you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, hipster and Jamie so, just said, "You just want money, James. We know you do." I don't obviously. even try and hide it. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't go out of my way to like hide it. Like the way I make videos is, um, I do think a lot about views and I do think a lot about money, <laughs> but that's not the only reason. Like I do enjoy it and I do love interacting with everyone and I do love making the videos and like experimenting with stuff I can make. But obviously, I always think about views and money. It's always there, but uh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Tyler. Do you remember those top five videos went for two episodes? I remember them. <laughs> don't talk about that anymore. That was supposed to be what once a month in 2015. I'll do one, and it lasted two months, and never did it again. But that's what this is what I do. Top fives now. That's what I put in the podcast now. You get it every two weeks now. I'm making up for it. James, we keep forgetting your name, so we just call you Lasers. No, you don't keep forgetting my name. What are you talking about? Clearly, they're forgetting your name. They don't forget my name. What are they talking? He called me by my name and then told me he keeps forgetting my name. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm so confused. That must be a joke. I'm, I'm just I'm lost now. That's funny. Uh, hey James, just... basement dog fights. I fucking love basement dog fights. <laughs> that sounds so random out of context. Yeah, it was yesterday. Um, what the are you talking stream... about? I'm going to explain. The 12-hour stream yesterday, the, at the end we played Game Dev Tycoon. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or played it or anything. No. Um, it's a game where essentially you're in charge of a games company and you have to choose like all the stuff you put into games. It's like it's like a really chill game. It's really fun, though. You you like choose all the stuff you put into your games, like you name your game, choose like the genre, the topic, and then like you put everything in. You like kind of It's kind of in-depth, but it's not too in-depth. It's simple. And then you release the game and you get like ratings and like you get like the sales and you have to like make sure you make money and not like go into like negative figures and like you can upgrade your office, you can like make consoles, choose what consoles you want to do. And it like follows real life console history, but it's like satirical. So instead of like Nintendo, it's like a company called Ninvento. And you kind of, it kind of just follows like from right at the beginning when it was just like a PC and stuff. And it kind of goes up and like the PlayStation 1 comes out and stuff. And you have to kind of like make games for it and stuff. And it's just so much fun. And one of the games I made was Basement Dog Fights. And it was for the, <laughs> the Game Boy. And then we made uh, Basement Dog Fights 2, Drunken Wager. And then Basement Dog Fights 3, uh, Man in the Ring. It was amazing. It was like, it was like my company was called Yubi Wank. And it was like Yubi Wank's like golden franchise. It was amazing. That is the... F what? Sounds like the greatest thing ever of all time. It's amazing. I would pay thousands of dollars for that game. 
based uh, dog fights. Yeah. And then I was going to make like a new franchise that kind of linked to it that would be street dog fights, and it'd be an open world game that would take the gameplay <laughs> from basement dog fights. <laughs> it's like upgrading like the Batman games, like Batman Arkham <laughs> Asylum, Arkham City, you know, and then you went full Gotham with Arkham Knight, like, but it's like Arkham basement dog fights, street dog fights, and then it's like. <laughs> country dog fights <laughs> you have to like travel to different countries around the world you have like little small open worlds that are all over the world you can go like india italy England, this australian France. german shepherd <laughs> takes amazing. on this american shih tzu fully customizable dogs like the the basement dog fights were for handheld devices i started out on the game boy and then came out on the ds and then i made um like i was gonna make street dog fights come out on like the like nintendo console so like on the wii and then like the wii u and have like um because that'd be like the bigger game would come out on there and that was great. And there was like a bunch of other games. I'm trying to think. There was like a, um, I had like a game called Sword and Shield that was like just some random fantasy game that always got me money. And then oh, there was a really, there's another really good one. I'm trying to think what it was. That was like a really good, um, yeah. Also, Basement Dogfights was it started out as a child-friendly pet simulator, um, that that kids would play. Ah, oh, it was so great. That does sound amazing. I'd buy those. I'd buy I'm, I'm, I think I might actually let's play Game Dev Tycoon because it's such a fun game to play. I can play that game for hours and never get bored. It's beautiful. <sighs> Classic. That does sound freaking incredible. It is. It really is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What was... Hang on. BPR Laser versus Dynamite Talk. What, what? I don't know what you're talking I about. I have no idea what that means. Why would we be versing each other? We're like friends. Like we. What? Yeah, I do not know what that means. No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Jeez. That's weird. Anyway, um, that's all my topics. Did you, anyone cool. want to add anything? I don't know in the comments or James. Do you have something? I guess your opinion um, kind of matters a bit. It does. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Um, no, no, that's it. I think that's all it. Um, teachers are sworn podcast. to online discretion when they cannot own public accounts such as YouTube accounts, etc. Yeah, they maybe, can. Maybe in your country. Teachers can own a social media accounts. They just can't interact with the students. Like, like add them on Facebook and stuff like that. Fucking England wanting to leave Europe. What the fuck? I don't know, man. Yeah, classic English don't even Dumb as fuck. Is this the first you've heard of it? Yeah, probably. I don't follow politics. I'm one of them people that doesn't really know what's going on. Like, I know what's going on with other countries, but not my own. Um, I so, feel yeah. like I know more about English and American politics than I do Australian. I'm like, oh, it seems alright. The world's not yeah. over here. And then I mm. keep watching Donald Trump, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, we've got the next Hitler. Um, someone needs to do something right now. <laughs> I'm not suggesting anything. I'm just saying. Oh god, some kind of kill club assassination. <laughs> I just I don't want to. Right? It's got to like, be the ultimate troll, right? Like Donald Trump <laughs> has to just be trolling. Like I don't believe him. He's a massive troll. Like I watched his like anti-Islam commercial. I'm like, this is honestly no. like a parody of a Hitler. Like he's got to be trolling right now. It, it just watching it seems like a parody. The college humor would do. What of happens? Like a Hitler ad. Like it's if just he gets like, elected, though. Like, dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly think he 
would just go like, I was just fucking joking, guys. You really elected me? You guys are so dumb. <laughs> you guys, I literally tried to do the worst possible like campaign to see how stupid America was, and you guys failed. <laughs> like, that's what I predict is going to happen. Oh, He's like, what God. is wrong with you guys? Because he, he can't be that crazy, right? Yeah, there's no, there's no way. Like, I don't know. Oh, classic well, America. Well, I'm glad I don't live in America. America, fuck you. Yeah, but both our countries are allied with America. And if they start wars, nukes go off. We're fucked. It's like... It's all going down. God, damn it. God fucking damn it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You just gotta live in some country no one gives a fuck about. Like Australia. <laughs> Fuck you! What are you talking about? All your fucking uh, people move here because you're backwards fucking country. Uh, no, right. I mean somewhere like that's really nice, but no one would bother, like the Netherlands or something, like a super oh, nice Sweden. country. Sweden, that's it. Sweden, like with super nice people and a mm. great culture and a yeah. great economy, but no one would just fuck with them. Like no one's going to shoot nukes at Sweden. Like what have Sweden ever done? Yeah. But they have, like, a um, tremendous economy with tremendous people. I'm just going to move to Sweden. Yeah. That's like, it. That's where, that's where you need to go. Yeah. Well, that's where we end the podcast, I guess. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> it. That's it. We're done. We are done. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for watching. Be sure, if you haven't already, liked the stream, like the podcast, give us those likes all day long. And, mm -hmm. uh, of course... Um, Subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud, depending on the device you're using. You can listen there. And, of course, keep listening in to the Kill Coin Club podcast every second Sunday, without fail, hopefully. Yep. I touch wood. And, um, this was a fun one. I had a good that time. Good. Was, it was a it was good, good podcast. It's, been, it's like the first time we've done it live in, like, months. It's been a while since, so, yeah, George, George's yeah, one. Yeah, that was the last one. And we did a lot of Assassin's Creed talk. The first like hour we and a did. half was Assassin's Creed. We did. So this was a good yeah. one. I think this was this was definitely a good good podcast. Yeah, let us know what uh yeah. what you guys think. Did you enjoy this one? I, I, I yeah, I really liked this one. Had a good time. Yeah. And yeah. um I, I guess I guess that's it. Um there we go. Well, okay. uh we'll see you guys later and yeah. um fuck you James going to be your multiplayer. You are fucked. You fucking slut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. We'll see. There's response, bro. Where's the, the no, fucking no, response? I don't know what you're talking Where's about. Where's the fucking video response? Just fuck up. You the fuck pussy. Up. Where is it? <laughs> there we go. Okay, we're done. Okay, okay. bye. <laughs>